Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and joining me today, Mr. Ant Poo. Sir, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, still killing it where I'm at, and got a whole lot of stuff ready and planned for the next year for the culture. All right. Oops. Turn my phone off. Tripping. So we are here today to talk about Black Adam. The movie has finally come out. This is The Rock, uh, a.k.a. Dwayne Johnson. Or I don't know if it's AKA Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, whatever. Uh, this is uh, The Rock's entry into the DC universe, I believe. Is this his first superhero movie? I guess it is, yeah. yeah uh, he's had I a lot of genre movies, it. but I don't know if he's had a superhero movie. I mean, if you want to count Scorpion King, but I mean, I don't know if you traditional superhero movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Is that based off of a comic? No, no. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, because, well, he's, I was about to say, he wasn't in Conan, was he? That was the Scorpion King is what I'm thinking of, I guess. He did Hercules. Hercules. Okay. And then, of course, he was in Doom, but those were, yeah. So, this is his first comic book superhero movie. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, you know what? We're going to make a liar out of us. Earlier this year, DC Pets. Oh, well, right, right. Yeah, and, yeah, animated. Uh, which I think I did see that, matter of fact. Uh, saw part of it. As Gracie was watching. It wasn't bad. I thought it was kind of mm, fun. Okay. Um, so here is this big movie. He's been hyping this up for a while. Um, I've been semi-anxious to see it. Just kind of very curious. You know, the trailers have been out. I wasn't overwhelmed by the trailers. I don't know how you felt about them. before Me? Out. Uh, I I really wasn't. I was like, ah, uh, but then I saw the uh, the scene that they put of uh, Black Adam versus the JSA, and I was like, damn, bitch, that looks good. Okay. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, without further ado, let's just get into it, man. Um, and this will be a spoiler review because <laughs> the the big spoilers was online before the movie even came out. Um, so it is what it is, but uh, I'm gonna start with Aunt Pooh, man. So, what did you think of Black Adam? And tell me this: start with what you liked, and then what you didn't like. If you didn't like it, well, I'm giving this two thumbs up. I love this film. It's in my top ten. And in case you guys are wondering, what else is in there is Beast, Woman King, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Doctor Strange, Bullet Train, Prey. The Black Phone, The Batman, and my number one film of the year, which Michael Dean is sleeping on, RRR. So uh, to me, that's it's high praise for this film. Like I said, going into the film, I really wasn't thinking <clears throat> that I was going to like this because, you know, DC has had a pretty hit or miss track record with their films. Uh, but and on top of that, Black Adam wasn't a character that I was really that excited and pumped for that I just had to see a film adaptation for. But for me, they didn't let it let me down whatsoever. What I liked about the film, it gave us a nice five to 10 minute backstory to get us to where we are in present day 2020. And then they hit with the action first with just the regular people I love the action sequences. I don't know who they hired to do all the stunt work and the action choreography, but that motherfucker needs a raise and he needs to be on all of their DC films moving forward. They took it from, it went zero to 40 
Then it went zero to 100. And for me, it's the action was just, was just going 100 miles an hour with the scenes, the stuff that they were doing. I know someone called out the, the, the slow-mo scene saying it was derivative of Quicksilver. I, when I first saw it, I didn't even think about it. So to me, that tells me that they did a good job of not making it be copycat. I thought The Rock played this character very well. He was very toned down. He, it's not like, The Rock is not going to give you an Oscar-nominated, uh, Oscar award-winning performance, but he's going to bring a certain gravitas to his character where it makes you care and gets you invested in the story as it progresses. I wasn't... For me, if you told me that, hey, there's going to be a DC superhero team that's going to be Hawkman, Doctor Strange, I'm sorry, Doctor Fate, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone, I would have been like, okay, miss me. But for me, Hawkman, he was doing it. I He was going toe-to-toe where I was like, I had no idea he can do that. Uh, Doctor Fate, by, played by Pierce Brosnan, he acted his butt off in this. And he, yeah, he gave the emotional weight to the story as well as uh, guiding us through how things were going to progress. I love the social commentary that was going on. Hawkman, which they did some blackwashing. Sorry, those comic book purists. They decided to go with the best actor regardless of race. And he was just a little on his soft shoe. Butter biscuit. I ain't gonna lie. And he had to be called. So a little bit of backstory. It takes place in this fictional... I'm assuming Middle Eastern country of Kanda, which has been suffering from being conquered and oppressed for millennia. So then when they finally, they, they, they've been uh, conquested by something called Intergang for the past 27 years. And when they finally decide, OK, we gonna go tap into our history, our roots, our hidden, hidden colors, if you will. Yeah. Here comes the the global industrial complex saying, no, not that way. Did you have you tried nonviolent protesting? Have you tried writing letters? Have you tried kneeling? Now nah, you can't get your freedom through violence. That's not how we do things. And we're here to say I'm like, I'm just looking at this like, bruh, really? Now, I believe Hawkman is alien race or ancient Egyptian, I'm not sure, a deity imbued with powers, but still, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And then they're coming and say, oh, you're too powerful to be free. Black Adam, you need to come with us. That, I love that commentary and I love the people rising up saying, well, where y'all been at? We've been suffering, where y'all been at? But that aside, um, I love I love the action. I love the undertones of of who does who gets to decide how you get your freedom. And you know the villain. You know that's one of my dislikes. The villain. You know didn't left a lot to be desired. But I'm going to be honest with you. Outside of Superman and Batman, most of DC's um, superheroes don't really have the strong, compelling uh, villain uh, rogues gallery. But just just overall, it kept my attention. It had me invested. Even when it got to the twist, spoilers, this Black Adam wasn't who was initially gifted um, the powers of Shazam. I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Because glad I didn't read the comic books so I wouldn't have to be a stickler for, hey, this isn't keep it with canon. And just overall, I just enjoyed it. It was it was just a fun, 
fucking movie. And I recommend anyone to go see it. If you're looking for a superhero film, looking for a comic book, you're looking just The Rock to just destroy some shit, you are going to get it. And one of the things, and I know Mike, and I'm not trying to throw you on the bus, but one of the things you always talk about with a Marvel film, and you know, you just can't help but compare the two, is that with Marvel, they have these weighty moments, and then they kind of, as you say, they would um, just erase what we just saw and have a joke. I felt the jokes that were in this film came at the right time and had me laughing. There were moments in here that not only was I dying out loud laughing, but the crowd was laughing as too. Uh, there was uh, one scene where um, Black Adam, after this talk from Dr. Faye was talking about, no, we're going to treat our prisoner with respect. We're not going to kill him, yada, yada, yada. And then he just says, okay, I need shit from him. So he just grabs and throw him, goes into the air and then says, okay, I'm going to drop the one. I'm not going to drop the one who tells me what I need to know. <laughs> And one doesn't, so he drops him. He gets with the information he wants, goes back to where all the other heroes are at, and Dr. Faye says, I thought you said you weren't going to kill. And he's like, that was sarcasm. And for me, I died laughing. And he was like, hey, you know, man's not dead. We got the information we want. That's a win. And I'm just, I just kept laughing at a lot of this stuff. So it wasn't like the, the, the comedy bits were undermining any weighty, emotional, dramatic um sequences in the film so i think that was a win dc needs to keep the same energy whoever wrote this they need to be on a retainer moving forward as far as i'm concerned and i think they did a they knocked it out of the ballpark and we're going to see this is probably going to as we we've seen with a lot of people within the discord aren't thinking of checking it out because the critic reviews have this at 44 percent on rotten tomatoes but at the end of the day it's about what the people and who spend the money think and it's at 90 percent and at the, at the end of the day, what our boy Billy from Purple Rain say? This is business. We ain't far gone to understand that. All right. So two thumbs up. You like the movie. Got it. Got it. Um, let me say this. I enjoyed the movie. Um, what, what I want to say. Let me say. Well, here's the thing. I enjoyed the movie, but I can understand why certain critics gave it the rating that they did. For me, the movie is not, here's what the movie is not just for me as a avid comic book movie watcher. And, and, and it's not on the level of uh, uh, Endgame or Infinity War. Uh, it's not on the level of Batman v Superman. That, that's, that's my favorite movie. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't mean to disrespect you. How am I going to do my review? What's yeah, that's why I don't mean to disrespect you. But but I'm but going I'm to saying, anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, but I mean you're comparing it to right. films that are like that had a whole lot of history. Absolutely. Film after film building up to that. I'm like, right. I think that's just kind of unfair. Right. Life is unfair, so we've wow. established that. <laughs> oh, it's not. A, it's not on the grand scale of yeah. the culmination. Let, of let me just have fans. my opinion at first. Okay. So it's not on these movies, which, and I say that because those movies to me are the high water marks of this genre. But it is also not Daredevil. It is, it is not Black Widow. Uh, it is also not Th Love and Rock. What is it? Love and Thunder, which I think are lower tier oh, okay, comic okay. book <laughs> movies. Um, this sits right in the middle, upper middle. And I think that for people 
who just want to have a good time at the movies or watch a good entertaining movie, this fits the bill. Like, there are parts of this movie that are fantastic. You know, to me, everything with The Rock and all of the characters, uh, the superhero characters, is fantastic. Uh, there's parts with the some of the other characters, like the little boy and... and uh, that stuff was corny to me, and it, I was like, "Man, this reminds me of like a early movies." But I can understand why that was put in there. So I'm so my thing is to say there are parts about this movie I love, and there are parts that I just thought were okay, and parts that put me just literally put me to sleep. Um, but in terms of Black Adam, the character, brilliant. I thought The Rock killed it as that. I thought uh, Hawkman, which I don't know a lot about, excellent. Dr. Fate was excellent in this. Now, again, if I was somebody who didn't know much about these characters, and I am somebody who doesn't know that much, but I'm familiar with them, I would right off the bait, like off the gate, you know, be like, wow, does that like Dr. Strange or something? Because he seems exactly, <laughs> he almost looks kind of like him when he takes the thing off. But they're very similar characters. They're both wizards. Uh, they both, in my opinion, I have no idea what their powers are. They can do whatever they want to do, which is fine. But uh, that was one of the things I I wonder how that would play. But aside from that, Pierce Bronson was great in this. Like he's sort of given the just uh, have fun with it type of character. And you'll see that sometimes in movies where it's like, OK, you know, that actor. And they're just like, man, you just do your thing. And he's just he almost he comes off almost like. Um, some almost like a, a Robert Downey Jr.'s attitude in the movie a little bit without the snarkiness, mm. but mm. very much sort of like I'm in on this. And, and, and I think he's like there for the audience to kind of like, you know, he's almost like a, a very more fun Obi-Wan Kenobi in a sense, the way his character is oh, in the movie. Okay. For me. And then Hawkman. I knew nothing about this character. I was trying to understand. I was like, man, this brother is like a super rich Bruce Wayne or something. But I was like, how has he right. got all right. of this shit? Like, but I was like, okay. he. W- I, I don't have that actor in front of me. That actor? Aldous Hodge. Aldous, dope, man. What was he in before? I very He was him. MC Ren from uh, Straight oh, Outta Compton. Shit, right? That's right. That's and, wow. oh, no, no. I can't remember where else he was. But yeah, that, that was MC yeah, Ren. That's where no I always more. remember from. So, wow, what a turn, because I thought he was incredible. Um, sorry. Yeah, amazing. Uh, the young lady who played the um, the wind. Cyclone. Cyclone. Yeah. She was cool. I don't think they gave her a lot to do, but beautiful. Uh, the dude who played Adam Smasher, again, sort of just kind of thrown in there. Uh, you know, again, I can't help but. Like, wow, this reminds me of Ant-Man, Civil War type right. of stuff. Just because they did that first and they did it very well. But I, what they do here, I thought was great. Like the special effects just across the board, fantastic. Because they could have got that wrong or they could have got it looking cheap. I thought the the special effects was some yeah. of the best ever. Like, that's for the high watermarks of this movie. That All of that shit, fantastic. All of the fight, you know, very reminiscent of... Uh, uh, Zach Man of Steel Superman fight style the way it was filmed you know where Black Adam's going real fast I was like yes 
absolutely dope the slow motion to me that was just like to me that was the homage to zach and all the stuff he i was like yes i i love it i thought they killed that the humor in the fights with black adam brilliant that's what made the movie great you just letting black adam go ham was dope and he didn't say much he almost played that character like the terminator in a lot of respects to me the interaction between the boy and the and uh, mm. Black Adam very much to me like the Terminator like you don't kill him you know and have the catchphrase you know, you know all of that to <laughs> me was this Terminator and I was like if, if for somebody younger kids who probably not, never probably have seen those movies this is going to be great for them because they don't have the you know they don't have nothing to compare it to I think yeah. somebody like myself who has seen so many movies over my lifetime for me watching something like this it's easy for me to pick it apart and i can see where they're grabbing stuff from and and i can see all of the wow that wasn't a different movie or so i get that but i i have to look at it from a person who is you know younger kids who don't have the film history i could see how they must see this and be like yo this was fantastic and i wouldn't be mad at them for saying that um so yeah i yeah. I, I really much enjoyed it as much as i when i think back on it i was thinking about it this morning i was like you know what I kind of want to see it again, even though there were parts that I was just like, really? And the third act, I kind of, I literally kind of fell asleep on that part. But the parts that are enjoyable are very much enjoyable. And this is a movie that I will probably buy, uh, not unlike a lot of other superhero movies. I don't watch the whole movies. I just watch the parts that I like over and over. And this, this movie has a lot of parts to like because it's a lot of action and the action's done very well. And uh, yeah, I thought The Rock, man, he, he, he did his thing. This movie, again, like I said, I don't really think this movie, I don't like the movie as well as you did. I don't think overall it's as good as a movie. But the pieces are in there for the sequel to be absolutely fantastic. I think if they can take what didn't necessarily work in this and put in what's good, they're going to be fantastic. I'm going to have to take a quick break. Unfortunately, my mom is downstairs. I got to go grab something. So give me a second, uh, aunt. I'm going to come right back. All good. Uh, yeah. I'll see.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, sorry about that. Quick little break. But as I was saying, there, like I said, there are parts about this movie. Uh, and like to me, the parts with The Rock, the interaction between Black Adam and the Justice Society, <clears throat> uh, all of that was great. And it was so much, I felt like what was great too was that you're just kind of thrown in. There's not a lot of backstory per se with all of the heroes. Like I don't think they... They give a few lines about Dr. Fate, but we didn't see, as far as I remember, they didn't show any sort of reenactment of like, oh, here's what happened with him. Um, I don't know if they explained anything about Hawkman, <laughs> just like they accept everything he's got. Like he was on his Charles Xavier House of Mutant, you know, estate grounds with the the jet come out the ground. I was like, damn, I was like, I was like, okay. And I was like, this in the same universe as BVS and Man of Steel and just like, I was like, where these niggas been at? Right. <laughs> it's the Suicide right. Squad. I was like, they got tech. Like, he was getting down, but I loved it. You know, I, I, it didn't have to all be super connected. As long as this, what I'm watching is great, then I'm fine with it. Um, well, even when some- they, oh, go ahead, just real quick. Even when they're bringing in uh, Amanda Waller, um, the Woman King. What's her girl's name? Viola Davis. Viola Davis. I was like, okay, I like that. I was like, cool. I'm like, I have been seeing her in other movies. This is great. And they're showing, okay, they active. You know what? This is this matters to what's going on. Uh, I thought that was all great. Uh, yeah. So all the interaction, the stuff I didn't care for was at the beginning. I thought it was just a little hokey with them going, you know, searching for the ancient ruin thing for me I've seen that so many times like I was like I already know how this is going to play out I was like okay I get that yeah they got the the one jokey type dude that the heavy set guy that drives the van you know seen that in Deadpool and all these other movies I was like okay this is by the numbers but just get through it and then when it gets to this shit you know the bad guys who they're fighting I don't know what some Basically, to me, they could have been fighting Cobra, Cobra or something, Cobra Command, as far as I was concerned. <laughs> <laughs> like, like these motherfuckers got these high tech yeah, bikes I was about that to almost that warp well, or yeah. something. I'm like, I don't know where that come from, but okay, it, you know, look dope as hell. And that was why I. That's why this movie is great because it just fucking looks cool, and I can get and for a comic book, that's a part of it. Like, can it just look cool and awesome and fun and shit? And this delivers that, even if the story isn't necessarily that strong. But again, like I said, this as a action movie, comic book action movie, high praise. And there's many movies that I like that are just great action, like a lot of my kung fu type movies that the story beyond is corny. But but I'm not going there for that. I'm going there to see them get down and the fight scenes and all that. And that's what this one delivers. So. That's why I say, yeah, this works for that. Is it on the level of some of those ones? I, no, but not all movies are going to be the level of the high water marks of their particular genres. But this is not a bad movie. I would admit uh, for DC, I think they've only had what two movies this this year. Uh, mistaken, Batman and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knocking yeah. it out the park. For, I'm okay. concerned. Like these are great movies for what you know what they are. Um, but yeah, you, know, you wanted to say some things, and we can go on to spoilers. Go ahead. Yeah, 
some of the complaints that people have is, is like, well, why aren't they putting the connection between Hawkman and Black Adam? And what I'm thinking is, is like, what connection? Like, people, I mean, the, peop- the majority of the people who are going into this film, they haven't read a comic book. And supposedly Hawkman having this connection with Black Adam, I'm, I'm trying to understand why is that important? What did we miss out on? The fact that we didn't learn that um, Carter Hall's um, abilities come from ancient Egyptian or from alien, which, you know, they keep changing that up over over uh, the what, 60 plus years of Hawkman's existence. The people well, talking well, about- I, I would say, and I didn't know that, but that would offer some context to what's going on if that if those are true. Like if they did introduce that, that would be interesting. Because I'm curious about the Hawkman character. Like, I didn't know when you got into it. When that lady's sort of questioning him, and he's the black character as well, like, where were you at when my people are struggling? I'm thinking he's just an American dude or something. But if he's an I mean, all of that would add some context to maybe his decisions of maybe why he's... I, like, I'm curious, why are they even working with Amanda Waller? That was my first question. But Yeah, that, that's, that to me is something I did dislike. Like, okay... We know Amanda Waller is shady. She 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 will break a law for the greater good, and she has this suicide squad. But based on what we were presented, the Justice Society seems to be they they have a code. We don't kill and all that. So it's like, right? Why where, where are you were they at being then? sent on a message? I mean, why were you sent on a mission by Amanda Waller of all people? Right. And why was they was she have not sent them on the earlier missions from the movie? You know, it. it, it it's okay that they don't address that, but it does make, as a person who's seen these other movies, I'm, I was just curious, like, yeah, why would they seem to be upstanding moral guys? Work? And just to jump ahead, it really opens the door. Why the fuck is Superman dealing with this lady? Because <laughs> I'm like, I didn't get that. I was like, how does he go from this? Now he working with the bad guys? Or? Superman seemed like he doesn't have no middle ground as far as what's con- introduced in this universe so i was very curious like okay maybe they're gonna explain this one but i want to see whatever the fuck about to happen but now for me because i I heard that i heard that same uh critique regarding superman at the end and i'm not saying he's working with amanda waller but i'm i'm gonna go here's here's my leaps he finds out after the fact, hey, this dude, Black Adam, is back and he has all this powers. And it's like, yo, I think you need to go have a conversation with him because if he just does the go rogue, you're the only one we got. You are best shot. So I'm, I'm not mad at I don't, I don't think he was sent there by Amanda Waller. Did he just happen to coincidentally just show up right when he destroyed the, after the conversation? Is that what you said? No. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? I ain't got no answer for that. And she's like, I'm gonna call. I could call in a favor or something like that. Like again, maybe they will explain what she meant and explain how. Because the last time, the only ever times we ever seen her interact with anybody from the Justice League was Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and Bruce Wayne, like, yo, listen, I'm come for your ass. <laughs> I'll bring my boys if you get out of line. He tell that to her. So I'm very curious how that's has all changed. But you know that that. It's a nitpick and it's not. The the other thing is, is I'm just trying to understand where does Amanda Waller... Well, I mean, okay, I get it. it I, I get her motivations. Like, this is from what she's learned from the, the historical texts or whatever. 
this this motherfucker is a beast and a huge problem and they don't know what he wants it but he has all this power but i'm just trying to understand like where does the jsa get off saying yeah you need to surrender like for what what has he done exactly. to warrant him having to surrender okay that would have been the better movie if they focused on that in my opinion yeah i mean okay he killed some people that were trying to kill people i think that's self-defense like a mofo or defense of others right and 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 that's not america so whatever laws they talking about that country obviously operates on a different again just as that lady said if that country can be allowed to have criminals or some gang take over and, and enact injustice, then you can't come in here talking about what we do to get our justice. It did, right. And that was when movie stopped right there. I was like, oh, sh-. and I was like, I, I don't know if that was intention to have, have her say that to the brother like that, but I wish she was like, <laughs> and you of all people should know better. Cause the great Martin looked out of me like, I don't know why I walked out of the theater to that, but that that was the point of the movie. I, that was the deeper part of the movie. I was like, now this is good. And I wish they had just stuck with that tone because that plays into me from what I know about Black Adam is that he has claimed, oh, this is my country. I'm going to protect it. And anybody come in here, it's on site. Don't, don't, it, he almost, the way I remember it from either the animated or some of the books is that he treated almost like Wakanda, like, you come into this country, I'm on your ass. No questions. This ain't America. You don't have no jurisdiction here. So anybody coming in, it's on site. So I, I, I was like, that's going to be interesting. And that seemed how they're kind of playing it. But the fact that the lady has to convince even Black Adam, like, yo, you got to step up for your people. Whoop-de-woo. And then he's like going ham. And the people cheering for him, I thought that was dope to see. Like yep. the people was like, yeah. <gasps> I was like, okay, they on there Wakanda. You I love when they I love when they trapped him and he started booing. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm with them. I'm with them. Yeah. And, and you, 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 it's like they on that America, well, you know, um Intergame may be terrorists, but there are terrorists. Let me ask you this. Did they just call them Justice Society or did they ever say Justice Society of America in the movie? No, of course not. It was just Justice Society. They they knew what they was doing. They knew what they was doing. (laughs) And then the other thing that kind of bothered me is, okay, I don't, I don't, I thought Black Adam having that crisis of faith and then we learned who he really was. I get that because it's like, you know, my son was the champion and he got killed trying to save me. That to me, I thought was deep. And he didn't go about fulfilling, freeing his people. He just went on revenge and it ended up creating a bigger mess. So that to me, I love that, that part of the story. Yeah, what I you, didn't get was, why did he turn himself over to the Justice Society? I never got that. I think he has you know i think well i think because his his character earlier in the movie kind of went out like a sucker with his own son and i think there still was a part of him in him was like you know what this other kid and i've destroyed all these they sort of show like yeah he's the one who destroyed everything his rage or whatever so i think that was him sort of having uh the remorse of yeah this i'm not I, I'm the problem, and 
mm. and and they're gonna continue to come after me. I I, mm. I, I mean, not that okay. now that his okay. resolve is that I guess he has his Rocky Strong moments. No, I'm gonna rise back up and become this thing. I don't think it still solves the problem because at the end of the movie, it's still the same issue. Where okay, they still see you as too powerful. And, and which it's an interesting it asks interesting questions because again he's Ooh. literally no different than Superman to a sense and no different than Shazam who they I don't know if they're going to approach him as well or or, or, or Batman but, I mean he ain't powerful well, but right, he but has like, who can just like well she's and, and, and she's addressed Batman that's what I'm saying so oh, that's yeah, what oh, I get yeah. but I'm just saying and Batman and at the same point I guess I have to catch myself. Batman was working with Amanda Waller as well in Suicide Squad. They established that. Yeah. They're doing favors for each other. But I wonder, like, at the end, he still is back at the same issue where they still think you're too powerful and they're still going to come at you. Uh, and I guess that, that doesn't ever get resolved in, in this movie, but it's, it is an issue. Maybe that's just a part of his character. Like, And maybe that's the same way when I think of, like... Uh, Wakanda and Black Panther and I think we see that in some of the trailer for this new one the outside world still sees them as a threat mm. and this is this sort of like a cross the are we gonna cross the line and openly go at them or not and I guess in this movie you know Amanda Waller I don't know if she's representing America or whatever but she's like nah you got to either stay over there or you're gonna be a problem and I think it's interesting that they show that there were other people in that in the uh, in that uh, suspended animation thing or whatever. There was a whole bunch of pods. Mm, yes, yes. And I was like, wow, okay, that's opening the door for like this could be some. some if all those people break up out of there. Who was all that in there? It, what, what I loved about this, it just broadens out the whole DC universe on terms of movies to a large scale. Like it just mm -hmm. opened, burst the door open. That there's a lot going on there, and I'm I was like, okay, I'm interested to see how this plays. I almost feel like this is almost I can see now why the Rock was saying, yeah, this is a new dynamic because I think it does bust the door wide open to where they can go with this. Um, I thought, yeah, like I said, that was cool, man. I um, I want to see him in another movie, and I think now I think he captured playing the character i thought all the other characters captured playing those characters i just unlike you i don't think they should hire that writer it should get some a, a, a really good person oh, okay, who can do okay. a good story but all the elements were there near the elements was in this movie it just wasn't the other half of it wasn't good but i think the sequel could be phenomenal because they got the action shit they got the special effects. They got everybody nailing those characters. They just need to get that story that'll just like knock it out of the park. I think it'd be fantastic. And if, I don't know if they're choosing to go Black Adam versus Superman the next route or whatever, but I I can't wait to see him interact with the other character. I would love to see him interact with Wonder Woman. You know, it's interesting. I almost feel like he doesn't work with Shazam from what we've seen of that character. He, but I don't know if that's how it is in the book. I, I would think they would be you odd. You work as an adversary or Yeah, just those partner? two characters together in a movie. The, the, the Shazam that we, that I, I enjoyed the movie, but he just seems so goofy. 
And they showed the trailer for the new one before this, and I was like, eh. Yeah. He I'm, would, I'm not it almost seems like if they have the same powers, he would get washed by Black Adam, which I was like, I don't understand. They have the exact same powers, don't they? Yeah. But but they don't see Shazam as a threat. I don't see Amanda Waller trying to lock his ass down. No. They, Superman <laughs> is at the school with Super with Shazam right at the end of the movie. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what how they got to write that a little interesting. But nothing to say. Yeah, Black Adam was dope, man. It was good. It was good. I you think know. the the future is bright bright for it. But my only thing is is like, I mean, you. It's interesting that you pointed out like they're kind of like Wakanda and kind of and just like Wakanda, they had that Eritrium or Etrimium, whatever that thing was, which is somewhat reminds me of Vibranium, which could right. lead to yeah. some conflict where, hey, we want to get more of that. That's right. probably why they allowed Intergrade to take over, because they were the ones that could mine it and I guess give it to the rest of the world or to whom wanted it to, to uh, uh, produce as weapons. So I can see that being in conflict. But the thing is, is that to your point, it's like, how does Superman come into conflict with him when all he's trying to do is protect his his uh, homework, his homeland? But I mean, hey, that's I guess that's for future Black Adam sequel writers to figure out. Yeah. And, and, it, and you know, I think there's I don't know if this is a part of the comics, but and this is something that was really played in. uh maybe Superman is in terms of the world doesn't know to trust these characters. You know, the, one of the whole subplots of BBS was, you know, what do we need Superman, right? Like he could turn on us in a minute. And there were some people that praised him. Some people that didn't remember, they dropped a nuke on Superman's ass in that movie yep. <laughs> So over a city, which is crazy. But so there's still that element. I guess there is that element of that. And that but that's why I was very curious as to how does it get to the point that Superman is working with them? Uh, and I'm curious to see that. And they introduced us into the, to the universe now. So, well, one of the things we did see in there is that there is an acceptance by the world and it even reached yes. Honda. They had Superman, Batman, very Wonder Woman, culture, Aquaman yeah. uh, merchandise. It was kind Which of funny when he woke up. He he shot a poster of Superman. So it was like, hmm. Did you catch the comics throughout the movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember which one I saw, but I know one was a Justice Society book. Yeah, and then there was that whole fight scene in the bedroom where I, I was a wink and a nod. Like each of the characters. You know, there's something they, they got punched through or something, but they made a right. point to show. Yeah. There's the Aquaman. Here's the Batman statue falling. He puts his fist through the Man of Steel poster. And I was like, I was like, I thought that was cool. Wonder I was Woman like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, 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 that was cool. But you're right. These characters are are seen as pop culture. They almost, I was like, do they see them as cartoon character comic books? But they're real people. I, was, I just thought that was amazing. I'm curious to see how they got to that because so far we haven't. We've only really seen, if I can remember, is that Superman was very much beloved and people were sad. But I never got that impression that they they, they love Batman like that. Or, but again, apparently they do. You know, yeah. they're all superheroes. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see uh, what they yeah. do. So you know, DC. I, I think you know the last one. Well, you know, Suicide Squad. You had the Batman. You have this one. They had the Joker. Birds of Prey was a blah, 
but you know Aquaman, I'm like they've hit far more than they've missed in these the last three or four years with their oh Wonder Woman eighty four. Oh my god. Ah uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think that's what six out of nine. That's a hell of an average. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, no, this was a good. This, like I said, this was a good movie. I, it wasn't a great movie to me, to me. But I'm not mad that you say it is. I can see why you would say that, and I can say see why the critics are cutting it down. I, you know, and I see why audiences would love it too. But again, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoyed it a lot. There's a lot of great. You know, it's a straight action movie for sure, and I love that they just they got the costumes on. Yep. You know, they're trying to reinvent the mill or make it for the real world. I mean, salute to the Dark Knight trilogy, but Christopher Nolan was trying to make it realistic. And I'm like, it's a it's a comic book property. Which that worked for that time. Those are classic movies, but this is a great movie. It's a good start um, for the for the Rock's first one into it. Yeah, I tip my hat, man. I hope it's successful enough that they can do more I don't see why it wouldn't be um, you know I mean eventually I feel eventually Disney's gonna get the right Marvel's gonna get the right character and the right money to get him over there but right now it's like he don't need it I feel like I feel like this rock? yeah I, I mean I let's just be that. honest I think they're gonna they're gonna get him eventually why would, but I'm like, why would right you now, say that I'm curious what makes you think that well because he's 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 a bankable star and right. I think they would want to marry this bankable star, The Rock, with a great superhero character and just make more money, more money, more money. But I'm just saying, d- based on this that, performance, yeah. he don't need to do that. Yeah, I personally don't see it. I couldn't see that happening at all. Like the thing, in my opinion, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, no matter what this movie probably does in America, it will probably do gangbusters worldwide, which is the reason yep. why The Rock keeps getting these movies. And his movies aren't ever in America uh, game changer movies <laughs> but there's more than that to the reasons why he continues to keep being in these movies and I imagine worldwide he is the man uh, so I, I wouldn't so I just want to say I don't think Marvel would have enough money to make well, him move away from something like because he's going to be a gangbuster no matter what he's in <laughs> right yeah, right and <laughs> he doesn't no, really need I, to be in that Cause like what I'm thinking now is like, can you imagine if the post-credit scene for Love and Thunder, where they revealed Hercules and it was The Rock, and you were teasing Thor four, Chris Helmsworth versus The Rock? Shit. Uh, but I'm like he, but I'm, he doesn't need to with the with 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 what I believe is going to be a successful Black Adam film and lead to a couple of sequels. Not to mention crossover films with uh, Man of Steel, which. You know, spoilers, the, the end credit. Oh, no, we already talked about it. He was there. I'm sure that has movie audiences, audiences waiting to see that. Not only Henry Cavill back as Superman, but Superman versus The Rock's Black Adam. Well, well yeah. Um, obviously, I think The Rock's smart enough to know that Chris, or excuse me, uh, Henry Cavill, that's what the people want. Uh <sighs> He he, and of course, you know he's tied into Henry Cavill on a business level, <laughs> so I wouldn't so? be surprised. Well, uh, this has always been known. Henry Cavill's agent is The Rock's ex-wife, and is also The Rock's agent or manager. So they've Shit, always I been in business. So he's been trying to get him on forever. You know the 
the Henry Cavill, you know, the, the rumors that Henry Cavill was sort of playing hardball with really his agent. It's like, yo, he needs a bag if you want him. There was some movie that he was in or they wanted him to do. I think it was Shazam. If I'm not mistaken, I think the thing was that they wanted him to be in Shazam, you know, WB. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. But his agent was like, well, if he's in that, that's a part of his deal then. And you would have to count that toward his contract. Mm. And he got to get a certain amount of money. And they was like, nah, we're not doing that. And Henry said, okay, cool. Now, that's a hardball. And I think Warner Brothers' head was like, oh, he ain't going to never be in no movie then. Now, how? But then again, you know, here comes being clicked in and leverage. Well, now they start talking to the Rock. It's that same person they was dealing with when Henry Cavill, and now they got leverage. It's like, oh well, you can't blackball necessarily media agent because you want one of the biggest block movie guys in the business, and that's my dude. So we're gonna bring him in, and then they starting to work. You know, okay, well, if you want my man, you. You're going to have to, y'all going to have to bring in Henry too. And The Rock getting paid off of that. So that's what I'm saying. That was always in the cars. And I think once they got that Walter Hermana or whatever that guy, in, you know, out of Warner Brothers, boom, and he was the guy blocking Henry Cavill. Rock was like, cool. Now this is my shit. So bring him in. So that's why I said I wouldn't see him leaving nothing like that. They about to get paid over there. You know, and I, and I think that's what I'm saying. They know that people want Henry Cavill back, and that's and I'm clicked in. I'm gonna get business money off of this. Yeah, it's a it's a win win. So that's yeah, man. They about to go ham with that. I I wish they could bring Zach back, but that probably not gonna happen. But that's all right. Um, I'm, back, I'm all I'm all in to see a new Superman movie. I think it's time, man. Now, why do you think that they won't bring Zach back? I mean, again, that, that leadership is gone now with Walter Hamada. Well, I think. Why do you think they wouldn't? I mean, with, with Net, well, I think one, Zach is doing his own thing now with Netflix. Uh, he's doing Rebel yeah. Moon, and I think they've already greenlit the second sequel to that. And that's some, it was a major movies to be making. So that's, you're looking at about six years probably of his time deep into that. I don't know. What is wild. Rebel Moon? So he he's he's a sci-fi movie he's doing over there on Netflix. Um, you know the story was he originally had pitched to do a Star Wars movie, and Disney passed on that or whatever. So he just said, like, oh, "I'm gonna I'm gonna do my own sci-fi Star Wars joint." So I think he took a lot of whatever was gonna be in that movie and just creating his own big budget sci-fi extravaganza. And Netflix, you know, pretty much blank checked him on that cool do do your thing so that's what he's work currently working on and you know Zach when he's on his movies he's just all in on whatever that is so I wouldn't I wouldn't see Warner Brothers pausing you know Superman yeah. and all that to be waiting on him you know, yeah. like, and sal- salute to him I just I just went on Wikipedia Ray Fisher is one of the cast members so yeah oh, absolutely I, lo- I love that yeah he clicked in yeah now we'll see what they could do if they brought Ray Fisher back as Cyborg, that would be the next uh, post-credit head bus. After all of that shit, and it was whatever the next movie was, if it was if it was the next Superman, and it was like, oh, we need some help, and you saw Ray Cyborg, that mm-hmm. would be like, oh, shit. That, to me, would be another get, like a monster get. 
because man, the the cat that was blocking Ray Fisher is gone. So yeah, that would be yeah. that would be interesting. So anyway, but you know, good things coming for DC. I'm looking forward. I don't know what the next movie is. I don't know if they've announced the next movie or whatever it is, but Shazam. The new Shazam oh, okay, Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, Shazam. Hopefully that's good. I I'm a I mean I again I ain't trying to see I, the world. There's enough people to watch both set. I ain't looking for their downfall, but uh, the trailers aren't filling me up with hope. Me neither. And I and I enjoyed the first movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. But hopefully, I'm wrong because the first trailer I saw of this of Black Adam wasn't really didn't have me stoked. And like I said, until I saw that uh, that action sequence that they dropped with. Where Adam Smasher uh, punched him down, then I, that's when I was like, "Okay, I get, I got to see that because that looked good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The special, uh, phenomenal. All the flying, and oh man, just dope, man. Whoever, yeah, whoever did all that. He put a grenade in a dude's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> was like, yeah, that's, I want to touch on that. Some of the little jokes didn't work for me, but the majority of them did. And I and I was like, they're going. It almost reminded me of like a '90s, you know. Always had to have some little flip, but for the most part, they worked here, and it was just kind of it was kind of refreshing to kind of see that a little bit. And but it, I don't know, it it did work. They were leaning on that. It felt a lot like a Marvel movie to me, and that's not a bad thing. I was it like, was a, it it compared like a phase to the one DC, movie. yeah, compared to the DC movies we've seen, I was like, you know, this feels more of a mainstream. It's not too brooding, though. He's an anti-hero. They did it the right, you know. Like I said, they played on the tropes that we've seen in other movies. That was cool, man. You know, and and to me, the reason for his behavior, it it got revealed and it made sense. I mean, I I can get that. You know, he lost he lost his child. Oh, essentially because of him. That's what I wanted to mention. I actually kind of caught that at the beginning of the movie when they were showing the kid and then his dad comes up to him. like, no, don't do that. And they only showed him from the back from a right. very split second. I was, I looked at that. I was like, you know, that's interesting. He kind of looks like the rock. And I was saying that in my mind, I was like, that would be funny if he actually was playing that character and it was just one of those Easter eggs that they never mentioned, but you might see it on like the making of or something like he was doing double duty as that character. So when they actually go back and show that that is him, I was like, ah, uh, that's what I thought. I was like, it kind of looked like his build from even from the back, even though it looked like they's kind of skinned him down a little bit. I did kind of catch that. But I would have never thought that that was where the story was going. But, I, but that was funny. I was like, oh, okay. Right. And that was cool. That was a cool little switcheroo. Like, the son gave this. And, you know, was, this, is, this uses that trope of the sort of uh, call it, unreliable narrative mm, where they, yeah. Show yeah, you, yeah. You know, they show you stuff, but they always cut it so you don't see what actually just happened. But I was like, okay, I know they're going to reveal later why we didn't see what we assume happened, you know, and I get, again, as watching so many movies, I can see it, but I can imagine if, for, you know, the younger people that don't have that movie history or story history, they'd be like, yo, that, wow, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, cool, I, you know. I guess I'm one of them younger people because I didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't necessarily <laughs> see that coming, but I knew something, oh. you, you knew something was coming because anytime they, 
when something's about to happen and they cut and they don't show it to you, that gives them the out because it, it mm. yeah, that didn't Never happen. Yeah. yeah, you didn't yeah. actually see it. We wanted you to think that was going to happen. But you know, I'm not mad at any of that stuff. You know. So the next couple of I'm, I'm on Wikipedia. The next couple of films. Apparently, DC has slated four films next year: Shazam, The Flash, which I'll oh, be yeah. interested if that actually comes out the way. Blue Beetle, and then Aquaman mm. and the Lost Kingdom. Right, that's right. Right, right. Yeah, I, I can't believe they went five years before the Aquaman sequel. That, see, that couldn't have been Marvel or D- Disney. Like five years. Well, I say that, and how long did? Yeah. Well, I well, say I say so that. How long movies, it took Black though. Panther? But then I'm like, wait a minute, the dude died, so that's a little bit different. Uh, but yeah, I, the first Aquaman did a Billy. I would have been had that ba- a sequel back there, but you know. They yeah. had issues. Well, I think they don't they don't rush their movies either though. And they don't have as many movies come out, obviously, or property as, as Marvel does. Uh, right. So, you know, I, I just hope that they're good. I like I said, I'm really looking forward to see the Flash. Um aside from the old boy's personal shit, I think that movie is gonna be very interesting. Uh so I I really wanna see that. Shazam, yeah, okay, whatever. Aquaman, I'm low key kind of whatever on that, but it could be good. What was the other one? Blue Beetle. Which Blue I don't Beetle. Know. I don't know. This, much this about must it. be their Ant Man. Like, <laughs> how'd you get that green? Yeah, I've seen pictures from it. Yeah, but again, I don't. I'd see the trailer or something. But uh, yeah, of course they're not putting out that background. <laughs> that ain't that ain't happening. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of curious how they didn't do Green Lantern yet. Why they haven't? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess because the first one was kind of That's almost, that was like what, 2008. And you got, you, you got three you could choose from. True. Well, and they had a black, they, and they had a Green Lantern in, in Justice League, but they made him cut it out. Yep. So, yep. Now, see. for me, after this movie, the one I would be getting in pre-production is a JSA. I could see that. Yeah. 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 You know, you could bring Shazam on the team. That that could be a good thing. Get some of that and then fill it out with some other characters. Green Arrow, Black Canary, you know? Yeah. I, for me, the no-brainer, though, Warner Brothers, it's Superman. There's no, it's just. Oh, yeah. That's, their, that's the biggest superhero of all time. There's really no rhyme or reason why there's no Superman movie. <laughs> Obviously, now they said they're doing one with Henry, but that's what they should be. And that has to be the shit. I would come with Superman, and personally, I would do the Ben Affleck Batman. To me, that just seems like money on the table. Uh, yeah, good or bad, the people can come out to see that. And then whatever you know, Wonder Woman. The, the next Wonder Woman needs to be the shit. What, what did Billy say to uh, Prince? Kick ass. Or else? Yeah, it needs to be the shit, man. There's just really no excuse. That's a dope character. First yeah. one was cool. Second one, second was awesome. one, not really popping. But the way wow. she's portrayed in Justice League and even Batman v Superman, she was badass, man. She wasn't yeah. playing. She was killing motherfuckers, chopping heads off. Super brutal, just regular villains blowing niggas up. <laughs> like she was not all sweet and roses, man. She was an Amazon warrior. So I think they lean like- into that. Who and this is this is what the problem that I'm having outside of Superman and Batman is 
their villains are not that engaging. Where I like, I'm sorry, Cheetah. But even regardless of the of how they did it, still just was not interested in. I want to see Wonder Woman versus Cheetah. Then, so I just think a, a better person could have handled that better had that character yeah. been popping personally. But they and got Patty Jenkins. Stick to directing. We don't need you writing. Yeah, low key. Yeah, I get, yeah. I just feel. I feel like you get somebody else personally, but I, I get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they if they gotta have her, yeah, I you would just direct. I give her a executive producer. Thank you for your time, <laughs> but we're going a different direction, man. We, this is a business. Uh, but, they give one of the. Uh, I can't think of her name. The the woman that did a lot of the Mandalorian uh, episodes. Get get her. If you need a woman. Mm. Or even some, uh, shit. I give her props uh, by the wood. She did the Woman King. Oh, oh, and she had Gina that other Prince movie. Blackwood? Yeah, what's that one on Netflix movie? It was kind of badass. Uh, I don't know. What's that white lady's name? She got the black son. <laughs> First one is too many. <laughs> well, she's an actress. She was in Fast and the Furious. Shelly Steron? That, that's remember that Shelly Steron movie that was on Netflix. Ah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was yeah, I can't by the wood. That's some good action in that. I thought that was an action move. But yeah, you need to get somebody else in Wonder Woman. Cause, uh, but you know, the old uh, guard. That's right. The old guard. That was, They're that doing was a sequel cool. apparently. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Right. But yeah, yeah just DC's got awesome characters. Yeah. They just it is need to lean into that. Don't don't you have to now I hope they feel like we don't need to be Marvel. Like look at Marvel. You don't need to let them do them. Just do you. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they don't and they I think the early movies they were so caught up in the Marvel comparison. Marvel I thought the sure. audience was also overly caught up in that as well. But I don't think they need to even be concerned with that. Like the movies can be different. They're all superhero movies. There's a reason why those characters are beloved and are legacy characters. Uh, just use them, you know. And the, the thing that this movie did was, it's like you had a whole world there within the same world, and you didn't even introduce new characters. That I'm sorry, I'm I'm feeling Hawkman. I was feeling Doctor Fate, yeah. you know. And then at the end, hey, here's one of our other big guns, Superman. And I was like, that's kind of all you need to do. You can tease eventual fight a tease eventual uh team up uh with them in the same film but you don't have to force like okay the next one we gotta do this it's like take your time it don't it don't have to be like marvel and marvel took their time yeah i, I should just do superman yeah. next and if, if black adam ain't in it i wouldn't even be mad like give us superman that's it just yeah. and, and i hope they and from the way he looked in that clipped it up i look like okay they have very vibrant colors on the suit he had the little mm. curl hanging down and oh, i didn't was, even notice that yeah and he was still yo you know it made, it made him look like he was joke i was like man oh man yeah we need that i was like we i've been waiting for the superman to come back and if they just had him and it was just like the blue skies or the cloud and he was in the light and it's just superman it's not dark that's what I think that's what they should go for. It doesn't have to be happy go lucky, which I don't, I don't think that necessarily worked, but we just need. There's a reason why that character is as strong as it is and lasted as long, man. Like, it, yeah, yeah this is a no be, brainer. I don't, I, I know the shareholders be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you talking about? Like, 
<laughs> Where the fuck? There's money on the table, man. We just some merchandising alone. Right? That we doing. But, He's like, this might be blasphemous, but I would say the best Superman since 2000, I guess maybe 10, has been Captain America. That's what, man. in my opinion, that's uh, what you want your Superman to be, and that's what he's embodied, in my opinion. Okay. He gave you everything that you're looking for for a Superman. I say that, and they'd be like, shit, maybe she get Chris Evans. <laughs> nah. But I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for me, and I'm a, you know, Christopher Reeve, salute. He was the man for, he was Superman to me for many years. But for me personally, as an older hit, Henry Cavill is Superman. Like, that's it. Like, to me, for me, I can't go back and watch the old ones. They just don't work for me no more. Man is still one of the dopest comic book movies ever, in my opinion. But we needed more. It was just the first step. Yeah, and I uh, need to. They, we need to see that Superman. Superman. I, 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 they they are fool not to do that. And I did. They they are doing that now. But I think he, he got it, man. I think he just embodies what a superhero looks like, man. He yoked out, tall, wears the suit, got the presence about it. Same with the Rock. He has the presence. Like he's a fucking. Black Adam was the shit, man. I mean, he just looked like he ain't. You know, he's not somebody you can fuck with. Okay, I'm sorry. I do have to call out bullshit on this. Okay, do can we stop with the with the the goons that shoot bullets at someone that bounce off and then just say, "Well, maybe this time this bullet's gonna get through," uh. and just keep. Sh- <laughs> right. I'm, like, I'm sorry. And then okay, or how about when you see. The goon shooting bullets. He put he pull up on him, throw him in the ocean, and are like, "Yeah, I think I still got a shot. I'm keep run, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Your gun ain't working, and this motherfucker ain't taking prisoners. Why are you still standing here shooting? (laughs) That's that that trope. I need to end. Or I mean, at least they made that one funny when dude tried. (laughs) I'm like, how you gonna shoot at him? He destroys your gun and you pull out a nice stick and it bends around his head. <laughs> and you just looked at him like, really, nigga? Like, you look at that. And then how you how you standing there and bruges threw him all the way up in the ocean. And you still like, I think we got a shot. Like, bruh. Yeah, ain't, man. Ain't no uh, disgrace in retreating. The other one that was funny was when, uh, um, when he chased down the guy on the bike. <laughs> and he threw him in the air and old boy was like hey did you say one that we can interrogate and the dude was falling he was like yeah he got away that one I died laughing and you, you know what's funny about that is he almost if this movie really came out earlier and it was directed or somehow connected to Zack Snyder they would have people would have been mad at all of that they'd be like See, it's too yeah. he's killing people it's too cause to me he was doing what Kind of how Batman was doing, but I guess because people associate those people don't kill. But right. he was ultra brutal in this movie, really. <laughs> but it's played almost for laughs, like almost like. But it's but it's like they didn't tone it down; right. they just changed the tone of it almost. Okay, yeah. did you? It was okay, so absurd, I guess, in a sense, like you couldn't stop this guy. What was your What was your response when? I, he was he was chasing down the bike, and then one he was sending to the death. He was like, "Tell him the man in blue." Damn, 
I thought that was funny too. Which part? He was chasing. Remember, he was trying to chase down the people on the bike that had the little boy, mm-hmm. and he he broke open. He was like, "Damn, he's gone." So then he hit the bike, and it was going, and dude was going to his death. And he was like, "Tell him the men in black." He was like, "Damn," because he the guy died before he could say oh, his uh, right, catchphrase. Right, right. That was funny. Yeah, that I thought that was hilarious as well too. I'm like the, the jokes to me landed. They landed. Yeah, I, it, it it was funny to me, but I also thought it was kind of corny. But it was kind of <laughs> funny. I was like, okay, he's gonna be joking, fine, you know. But I get that. That's why to me it it, it harkens to almost like a '90s kind of thing where they it always had to be telling some kind of little joke. Yeah, the source of cool. effect. Yeah, yeah, like it was a lot it. of that. Yeah. Well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sorry. Last before we we go, I'm just kind of curious. You. I like the Batman. I thought Robert Pattinson mm-hmm. did a good job, but we can't say that Ben Affleck is isn't. I'm just how do I, I mean? And I know these are above our pay grades, but I'm like, how do you reconcile that? Because there's still a fan base that wants to see Affleck back. Hell, there's a fan base that wants to see Keaton back, and it's like, but Pattinson yeah. did his thing. Well, yeah, I, I agree. I think the Batman was good. To me, the Batman sort of establishes there's different tears uh, lanes for these for the same character i think it's fine to have the batman be its own trilogy disconnected from the dcu with black adam and batman and all that because i i, I personally as much as i think that that is a fine cinematic movie it's not something i can watch over and over it's not a you know what i mean like it doesn't have the same feel like what we just saw with this it's a more right. serious it's almost like right. a nolan serious take on on this material but it doesn't lead to be like crowd pleasing it doesn't lead to oh i'm gonna buy the characters the toys or the merchandising nope. <laughs> it's a cinematically done type of movie which i think is great but there is hmm. i say all that to say yeah that's still a wide lane open. I think if you put the Ben Affleck movie, it would overshadow that. But they could still they still can can coexist. The audience is not dumb. We know this this movie ain't got nothing to do with you know, the Justice Justice League, Snyder and all that kind of stuff. And that's fine. I wish Marvel did something like that. Where all these movies don't need to be connected. Like if they just did a straight up, yo, we're going to do a Captain America movie when it's a different version and it's going to be by an auteur or something. It's going to be a little more serious. I'd be down for that. If it was a good movie, it doesn't have to be connected to everything else. If, you know, we're going to bring If I wasn't, we're bringing back Chris Evans or we're going to bring back Tony, uh, Robert Downey Jr. And this movie ain't got is out of continuity, but it's going to be a dope ass movie. Like I, and we're gonna make bank on it. I, I wouldn't who would who would not go watch that? Oh yeah, that you know what I'm saying? Like that, to me, it's just about making million. good movies. Yeah, go make a great movie. It doesn't you don't have to be locked into this continuity thing. Let that be separate. So that's what to me what DC did with the Batman. It's like, hey, they don't all have to be the same continuity. They're smart enough, they can understand that. So I I, I love it. But yeah, there should be another Batman movie. I just or if he's not his own movie very prominent in the other movies now of course Ben Affleck is going to be in the the Flash and he's also in the Aquaman apparently so I'm not, mm. I'm oh not yeah that's right. That. that's right that's right that's yeah. right 
Yeah, well, maybe maybe Ben Affleck Batman could be on HBO Max, but the way this new leadership, they're gonna be like, we ain't losing that money. <laughs> that right, right. But many theaters. Yeah, but yeah, so so good, so good movie, Black Adam. Joe, check it out. Um, you got time for anything else? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm let's down. see. Well, I, we haven't spoke on it publicly on here. What, what is? Uh, what do you think about? Uh, can't even call him that. Yay. Hey, artist from me known as Kanye West. How do you, I've been using this phrase a lot. How do you be the perpetrator and then scream you're the victim at the same time? How so? Because he's out here declaring I'm about to go ham on the Jewish community. I'm going DEFCON 3. And he's spouting all this stuff. And then when they clap back, well, yeah, just look how they doing black folk. I'm like, no, no, that's how they doing your ass. Because you was talking shit. You was talking greasy on us. Slavery was a choice and all this stuff. Don't free your mind. Don't get uh, caught up by the liberal democratic plantation and all that stuff. So I don't feel much sympathy for him. And I think you're not. You're, first, it, let me pause and take a side. You're not that smart. You've already proclaimed you're a college dropout. You're letting us know you don't read a book. It's like Brussels sprouts to you. But you want to try to drop some knowledge? And I'm not saying you have to be a college graduate to be educated and have wisdom. But motherfucker, you got to read a book. So that means you ain't, so you out here supposedly having Sunday service, but you ain't read the book that is based on? According to, according to your own words. Fuck Kanye. <laughs> Damn. I I'm not, just I'm not being on cold. Yeah. I'm not being on code with him. You know, they were talking about, uh, we just don't understand his genius and the old Kanye. The old Kanye was a dumbass asshole as well. And we need to stop looking at him as some misunderstood genius and leader when all of it is about advancing his agenda and his success. He's sitting here complaining about, uh, he's making, like somebody said, he's making these deals with these white majority owned companies to distribute and make him a billionaire. And then when he reads the fine print, he realized he got taken advantage of. Well, motherfucker, maybe you should have read a book. So I'm like, you can't, I just don't like people using the, I'm being oppressed, the white man, the Jews, the evil Jews are against me when you ain't, you ain't joining in and, and uh, helping out when uh, less rich, less famous people are seriously being oppressed by these systems. But now you want to have the black folk rally around you because you are supposedly being oppressed and having uh, bad things happen to you. How does freeing Kanye or advancing Kanye's um, agenda of taking over the fashion industry, which I'm like, what the fuck does that do for the black community? What does that do for the world, period, beneficial? So I'm like, you you know the game. Maybe not, because you ain't read a book. I'm gonna keep on saying that shit. You you knew the game. I'm sure Jay-Z laced you. Hey, there are certain things you don't go after. You don't go after uh the special needs, you don't go after the Jews, and you damn sure ain't going after the LGBTQ. And you decided you're gonna go after the ones that don't keep keep their name out your mouth. Oh well, you got your nigga wake up call, homie. Yeah, I think a lot of people got their wake up call uh, throughout this whole thing. I don't disagree with anything you said necessarily. 
And if you keep it about him, I agree. I'm I'm just kind of waiting to see once people extinguish the, you know, Kanye's ridiculous and all that kind of stuff, which I agree with. <laughs> but the thing is, what I'm looking at, though, is some of the stuff he said, though, where was he lying? And I don't know if they'll actually address the things he was talking about because it's easier to write it off for all the reasons we've just described. Uh, but the wake up call, I think everyone got from some of these other guys got was the wake up call is yes. The Jewish community, and they are on extreme code. And I salute them. I respect the no tolerance line that they draw on the sand and they all stand by it. The, you said there ain't no nuance? Right. There is no new. There wasn't even, the thing is, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, when he said I'm going DEFCON or Jewish people or whatever, he didn't even go DEFCON. He didn't even say anything about Jewish people <laughs> and just the uh, implication that you might say something done I respect that so for, no. to, so I look at this whole thing is this is just another example of why we need to do just like that yeah and and we can't uh second guess each other on that because look at the, they don't second guess each other on that even when they come out and say, I think Nori, you know, from the drink, drink trap, drink champs, you know, he made a point to say, hey, there was Jewish people in the room when we're recording this. Some people, you know, uh, Steve Rifkin, the guy behind Wu-Tang and uh, I forget the name of his record company. He's put a lot of people, black artists on. And apparently he even hugs Kanye in that video or but even that which but see the thing is what you don't see is steve rifkin coming out after that and being like i was in the room he's my friend he didn't mean Mm -hmm. he's on code (laughs) he might be saying that stuff behind the scenes possibly to hey nori just let you know man you all right with me or that but when he come out (laughs) in public and say against his people hell no that's that just lets you know that no matter what they do uh you're one of the special ones and they let you sit at the table and they in there with you when you're doing all this and they back in your play they'll never back you against their own people that's that's it so, so what you're saying ain't some of the Jewish people out there saying, well, if we would show more respect for ourselves, yeah, they don't they do any be- of that. Yeah, they don't. No, they're on cold. They stand. We're down with this. We'll never go against each other out here. We're not doing that. So that's my point is to say that's the lesson to learn from this. I hope they don't never back down. They don't never step out a line. They don't be contrarian against themselves. Always on code, positions of power, the money doesn't matter, the principle and the whatever they're standing on. With that bank, that 
he had his millions of dollars I was just in. about to go there too they don't <laughs> listen the money it don't matter you can take your little we'll take the loss but we're gonna wow. stay on cold that's and that's the thing like that should show all the respectability politics all of the upper echelon at the end of the day you can be a billionaire and you can be there they love kanye i you can hear kanye talk yeah i was just with such and such and i'm, I'm on the phone with da 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 and i was over at this is a high level white boys huh? great you never seen none of them ain't never came out and said you know kanye is all right with me they never show no public support they may show him support and he's over we're doing lunch and da da they'll never come out that's what i'm saying like they letting you know all your money, still a nigga. And, and they're probably saying, listen, you know I don't have nothing against you personally and we ain't doing business, but when that bank pulled his money, I'm sure there was other business associates or other people who got their money over there and do business. Do you think they pulled their shit out in solidarity with Kanye to show some? Nope, nope. I say, hey man, that's a bad. Hey, I feel sorry for you. Hey, you know, uh, you can go put your money in there. You know, you know, how, you know how it is, man. It's just bit. You know, they let they let him know, and he, hey, your money don't mean shit here, partner. <laughs> and that's what. And so that's my point. Is that I love the code. When you see it in action, you respect it. And I wish that we could do like that because they don't play. They, they, he didn't even say nothing, and he's out. He's done. Take his, get his money said, out. Get, yeah. They literally said we can get a new nigga next year. Or no nigga. They don't yeah. We're always gonna be on our own team, regardless of whatever you're doing. It doesn't matter. Like we'll never put your success or your finances above our situation. That means nothing. So it's something you gotta think about. Like you can get to the all these certain levels and the but just have to remember, if you don't own that shit, they're probably not going to jump in front of you to save you. Nope. And it's just, it ain't even, and it ain't even got to be nothing malice necessarily about it. That's just like, let's just let you know up front. Hey, I'm always rolling. I'm with, I'm with my people. You know, I stand for my people. That's it. No, no, no hard feelings. But, you know, it is what it is. They don't, you know, they don't do the come out talking against their own. and They're not backing down. It's like, nope. And, you know, when they pull in episodes, it goes to show you who, who really runs the strings and who's working for somebody and who's not. You the know? best meme I saw was it had Tucker Carlson, Chris Como, and Noriega, mm -hmm. and it said all three interviewed Kanye. The super thug was the only one that apologized. I was like, wow, wow. Yeah, because you know? the thug's not, that ain't, that's in the street. That ain't the, you know. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't he? He doesn't, he's the low man on the totem pole. Who His whole job, his whole business is tied into somebody they on they got youtube locked down would you 
they're not gonna you're not gonna be on their platform talking about them that's that's a that's common sense mm. like yeah they're gonna call up such and such hey look <laughs> we shut that whole channel down we'll shadow ban this bitch you don't never do nothing yeah, go ahead and take that down because, <laughs> you know. It, In other words, they told him, fuck around and find out. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and take that off, man. You don't. And the thing with my man Nori, you know, he, I think he just got caught up in the clout chase of getting views. I got caught, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, we're going big numbers. Yeah, I'm like, and I'm not mad at that as long as you stand on that. But the fact that you had to chop it off just goes to show, like, you know, hey. I ain't crazy and they'll shut my shit down. Unfortunately, my people was probably not going to back my play like this because we're not on cold like that. That's why you have Charlemagne coming out. You know, I told you not to say that and not to have him on there. And now Charlemagne, they on this, him and Nori, Nori's show is tied to Charlemagne's podcast network. That's who puts it out. Damn. And I imagine he, they probably told him, listen, you want to get canceled too? You're not doing no business? And, you know, Charlemagne might be trying to position himself. I had nothing to do with that. I, see, I told him. You know, so, so letting and, people know. <laughs> and my, my thing with that, you know, I, I ain't read it, so, but I'm just like, I don't think you need to come out and, and pile on Nor. I don't. You can just, you know, behind closed doors, like, Give him some game, but don't come out in public and do that. But the existence is tight. Even my man Ice Cube, he even came out I and mean, then keep my name. I ain't said nothing anti Semitic. <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> but I get it. This is not America's oh, most. Oh my God. He's not America's yes. most wanted Cube. No, but he's super clicked in. He got his basketball. Man. He's like, y'all not going to ruin all this shit I don't work for. And when we're not I on s- cold like that. So yeah, he's got to come out and say, I, hey, when I, I saw that from O'Shea, I was like, <laughs> bruh, so you going to, so we going to act like no Vaseline didn't happen. Okay. Yeah, yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he different You now. put it in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I got a league. I'm trying. Yeah, nah. I know how the game works. He's like, I'm too old to fight them battles. Yeah, I was young when I did that. Y'all niggas ain't gonna back me up when this shit get thick. So fuck that. You don't know, no, you got a point because you know he did see we. Not we. Let me take that back. How some right. came at him when you talk just on the Democratic. Le- yeah. So he already know. Yeah, nah. My people ain't got me holding me down. So fuck this. He's like, nah. <laughs> It's like I, I'm me, me and the Jew community. We clicked in. We cool. Yeah, I don't um, know what they are. Yeah, leave me out of it. <laughs> yeah, I Russell saw that. Simmons. <laughs> he came out. I was like, okay. Yeah, but, like, but I may, again, I may be a groomer, but I ain't anti-Semitic. Yeah, hilarious. But the, the, uh, one of the things Kanye was or Ye was saying was, who owns? Who, who puts out all of this content of the anti-black, killing blacks and all this degenerate stuff? Who benefit? Who's putting that out? And why don't they have the same no nuance stance about that stuff as they do about this? They still haven't answered that question. They, and I imagine why they don't want they want you to focus on this he's crazy or he's anti okay 
But again, everything he said wasn't crazy. Why would I'm just waiting to see if, if we'll ever address any of those things. And I don't think they want to because, again, they know he was kind of right on that. And, yeah, they're not going to stop those songs and imagery degrading black people. They're not going to have the same energy that they have when it becomes to them. And that's to me, that's what he exposed. And everyone who's sort of pulling his stuff down almost proves him right in that regard to me. Which is the only thing that I really ever, I focused on with what he was talking about. I wasn't tripping on all the other stuff, but I was like, yeah, that's an interesting point. And yeah, they are going to keep continue to pump out the foolishness when it comes to us. Yep. 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 And, and we, and I, I want us to be on code about that stuff. So we should be, we should have that same, oh, you, you're going to go DEF CON on black people, anti-black and negative portrayal? Ban it. We're not supporting that. Pull our money. I want us to be on that. The same way they be on there, we should, you know, follow by their example. Like, and they, they lead a great example. That's what I said. I salute them. I respect it, man. Bravo. Mm. You know, bravo. <sighs> but anyway, yeah. So you know, in yeah. terms of him, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing too, though. And I said, I think I've said this before. I don't think there's ever been a. Uh, there's definitely never been a rap artist, a hip hop artist on his level and you could might even argue that I don't know if there's ever been a pop artist in general with the kind of run that he is having you know what I mean like he's been out for a very long time most people in his majority if not all of the people from his uh time frame and his heyday don't really have careers and if they do they are not one of the top voices uh personalities period that that exist like he is uh again you whatever crazy or not he is super relevant right there's a reason why he's all over the place he was irrelevant. I don't know of any artist that has been out probably over. He's been out over what twenty years now, I think. Yeah, for the most part, yep. And is still at the top. Name me an artist that was ever had to run like that. I, I, I dare any. I don't. I, mean, I don't know who. Uh, LL and Jay Z. No, they have not. Jay Z since nineteen ninety six. Is Jay Z. All in the news, thought leader, (laughs) and super. He's doing big, big, big business behind the scenes, but he ain't at the top dropping albums. Uh, LL Cool J, stop stop it. I mean, well, from 84 to 2002, but I'm talking about that. You're talking about the extra stuff. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Who puts out music and people care still? Who just says some shit and people care still? Even as outlandish, I'm just saying, most outlandish artists, you could be, they talk crazy, but no one gives a fuck. So you wouldn't even hear it. He's on mainstream news programs. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's sitting next to presidents and doing all this crazy. He's got big businesses, yeah. billions yeah. of dollars. Most of these artists don't, ain't never had nothing like that. 
Michael. I, I think Rihanna's getting there. Uh, yeah, but Rihanna's not super relevant like that. Oh, yes, she is. Yeah, yes, she is. She just hasn't gotten no. into that political realm. Oh, that's what I'm saying. She's that's, not on his level. That's why I said she's getting. I said getting. Right, but I'm not talking about getting. I'm talking about who yeah. has been. She, she ain't putting out music and people still care. She ain't putting out no music. She because she make, she made a billion off of makeup. That's right, why. but we're not, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about <laughs> but, on his who's yeah. doing it all. Right. She ain't on that. She's super successful, don't get me wrong. But when she says something, the world don't stop. Right? She don't say nothing. She's not on that level. She's a different mm-hmm. kind of artist. Yeah. There's nobody that still got fans that be on his every breath. Still got detractors that's on his sweat in his every breath. He still does high demand in music. <laughs> that's the thing, too. Right? High demand in the fashion world. High demand politically, unfortunately. You sit next to, well, it's it's Trump. True, but the same way I can say some artists sitting next to Biden. That's different. Right, see. (laughs) (laughs) But I I was going to say, but I don't think we've ever seen anyone like Kanye. And I think that's very interesting. And I also wonder... I could also see 20 years from now, it's two things I could see. One, he if he dies for some reason, he'll become a martyr. You'll see him become the greatest. They're going to look back. Oh, man, he was a rebel. You know how they spend shit. And I bet you there's a lot of money to be made off of a, con- a dead Kanye. The industry will spin him into the greatest... Uh, you know, misunderstood p- pioneer. Yeah, he was a genius. He was ahead of his time. He was everything he said was quotable. You know, they'll spin that. There'll be a whole industry to spin that. That's one way I could see him, or I could see him being super old. Like if he's like in his late fifties, sixties, and he's really older, that he's still looked at, and he would be looked at as like. He'll still be just as uh, entertaining, I guess, even that long. And then even when he leaves at that point, they'll still try to spin him into he was this visionary artist like they would spin. um, Not to say that they spin these guys, but Bob Dylan, uh, Andy Warhol, you know, what I mean, like he'll be iconic and for a lot of people older people like in my age look at they think he's absolutely ridiculous and all of this other foolishness which I don't disagree with necessarily but I can see the same way I think a lot of people and the people going to be mad that compare it the same way people looked at Malcolm X when he was alive yeah that he was the worst thing for black people don't listen to that they get you killed you know, you know, rebel rousing talking crazy like that now he's hero you know they, they changed that image, right? Martin Luther King, when he was alive, everybody wasn't rocking with Martin. Particularly the white folks wasn't rocking with Martin Luther King. They're the biggest of his supporters now. You see how they spent that? They use him to try to calm your black ass down. Well, Martin King said. <laughs> and, <laughs> and see how they flipped that? Because when he was alive, that nigga, you know. 
And I would not be surprised if they do the same thing over time with Kanye. Like, that's just how it works. And he's had a lot more. He's And he's been around for so long. And he's so entrenched in popular culture. And now there's, there is more of an industry f- for those types of things. I can imagine, yeah, they'll spin him. Our kids, probably when our kids are adults, Kanye will be viewed as some sort of, uh, there'll be a movie, I bet you, uh, about him where they're like, oh, wow. And he said, and they'll show all these moments in the movie. Such and such doesn't care about black people and, and everything else. And it'll be seen as, wow, that was fast. You know, wow, he fought for da, 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 da. Bet you that's how they'll spin it. Because, you know, he's just, he seems like he's, again, because I just don't think there's ever been anything like that. There's never been anything like Kanye. Some people hate for me to say that. That's just a fact, though. And I love, like even Prince. Prince wasn't as relevant as Kanye is at this point in his career. Prince was putting out way more albums. Nobody give a fuck. Mainstream could give a damn. Way more talented, Sure. But he didn't have the people's attention like that, for better or worse. The facts. Michael Jackson would probably be the only closest thing. Michael Jackson was seen as crazy. They presented him as a wacko and all that. He had allegations on him. Everything he did, people paid attention. Everything. Then he died. And the whole other industry started, they tried to take him down again because it still was super relevant. They beat that. But I don't know of anything else. There's no other artists that hit. And, and Kanye is not just a black thing, right? They'd be different. Oh, he's just hitting in the black community. No, he's he up there with all, you know, he got to see at the table. People, it's almost as like when they say he's a billionaire, we're always like, oh, really? <laughs> but you let him tell it, he's the richest black person in America. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know if that's true or not, because I have no access to his accounts or anybody else's. <laughs> but I know he's richer than me. <laughs> and, the most, and most other niggas that's out there, obviously, he seemed to be rolling with the, the top elites. So he must be doing something. Yeah, you know you rich and on a whole nother level when you can just walk out in public looking anyway. Yeah. Cause, you, cause you're like rich bitch. This and is it. It's, right it's crazy. It's, he got and I again he's got a school apparently. Oh, Some kind of crazy. And and I and it's like it doesn't sound like it's cheap to go there. I don't know who's that's what I question. Who sends their child? To a school by Kanye oh, West. Oh, I know. And they got the money that oh, that's not oh. a thing. That's wild to me. I'd say a clout chaser. A rich clout chaser. That you would <laughs> you would put your own child. The ideals that he seems to be presenting in the press, because that's the only way I can question. I don't know how he really is, but the persona of him, I wouldn't let my child. I wouldn't even be near that, let alone have it shape my child's mind. 
That's wild. And then that, and then that it's super elite and expensive. That's wild to me. But it does tell me that there's either two things. There's crazy people out here, no matter if they got money and success, or there's more to the situation than what we see in the media, which logically is probably the case, right? There's always more to what we see on TV or how people yeah. are seen. So, and I, and I will, I also, last thing I'll say, I do think that there is an agenda to present Kanye in a certain way. And that's what I was about to ask. What is his end game? What is he trying to accomplish? That's what I, I, I have no understanding, no rhyme. What is he doing? What is his rhyming reasoning behind all of this that he's doing? Is he really, to me, it's like, if you're worth a billion dollars, this is, this is what I would say. I'm going to go with the Tyler Perry example that he gave at the BET Awards. I'm not looking, he, he said, I'm not looking to, for a seat at the table, I'm building my own. But here he is telling everybody he got more money than any black person ever was, but he's still complaining about what he's being shut out of instead of creating his own with those billions. Right. So I'm just trying to understand what is his end game? You know, I think his end game is what a lot of people who, you know, what I have called the 400 year sickness, <laughs> like he's trying to have seats at the table because he thinks that that equates success uh, in, in this world. Having the most money equates the success. You know, he mentioned, I think he was talking to, was that guy Morgan, Piers Morgan? And Piers Morgan was trying to tell him something. And Kanye was like, well, why should I take any of your advice? I make more money than you. I got more money than you. You need to be listening to me. <laughs> I think that's funny. But I can see that's his mindset. You know, the same way he was talking to Sway. How, Sway, you ain't got the answers. I'm sitting with these, with the elites. You ain't with the elites. How you going to tell me? And, and, and to me, that is the 400 years. He still equates the money being around white people and all this stuff and the seat of the table as the, the end all to be all. And I made it, but, and, and, and now, and he also has the ear to the public. So he's a person who is just as foolish as a lot of us are and has been uh, brainwashed into thinking he's somewhat inferior to other people, but he's, he has access to all that stuff. But so he's not, he doesn't have wisdom. He has access to a lot of information and he has access to a lot of resources, but he lacks right. wisdom. Right. So that's why he's out there acting crazy and because he doesn't understand that that's not the way you, I should really be moving. But again, so he, to go back to think his end game well, his end game is just the, the same sort of dumb end game that a lot of us have because he's just as foolish. You know, he's been brainwashed like a lot of us. He just, in a bigger position that's all he doesn't have the wisdom so i don't know if he'll at some point gain some wisdom and maturity and how he acts and presents himself but that's what he's lacking uh and he's just uh a narcissist uh he is uh over you know he overindulges in wanting to be the center of intention and he knows how to get it which i think he's smart about that part but I don't think he understands that even though I might be right or what I'm saying is some real shit, the way he's presenting the thing is why he continues to kind of lose 
because it's not, you know, yeah, a smart man wouldn't do that. A smart man wouldn't know exactly how they're going to play how I'm acting. And he, I think he understands how they're going to play him, but he hasn't figured out how to present it that can beat that. He's still super, ah, when he needs to be, I think, more Yoda, Obi-Wan, and just come in calm with it. Almost like a Farrakhan in some regards when he's in the media. He don't be talking that fire. He's real. Well, actually, you know, here's how this works. You know, so he's almost like he kills him with kindness and knowledge. He can't fight that. All you can do is to attack a person's character. And Mm -hmm. if Kanye was to just awesome, if he was real cool and calm with it and smooth and dropping all that shit and not trying to overtalk them and getting out. And that's where he loses because then he just plays into, oh, he's just crazy motherfucker. And then they forget everything he says. Go ahead. Uh, Two things. Another thing that he's lacking is humility. Right. You know, he he thinks, well, I made it. So I'm essentially, he's suffering from that. Well, I'm the, I got the biggest dick in the world. I should come listen to me. I'm the biggest player. The other thing is, is like the way you're talking about it, it reminds me of when we did the review of All Eyes on Me. And you were talking about how Tupac and his behavior, it clearly showed that he didn't have, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not speaking ill of, of single mother race household, but he didn't have that strong male figure to really hone in his emotional bullshit, which right now he's definitely leading and being guided by emotions instead of making, as just as, as you're pointing out, those right, smart, strategic ways of getting his points across and getting his agenda across. And it's like, the way you're talking, I'm like, fuck, this is reminding me how you was talking about Tupac. And it's like, when you look back on it, a lot of, yeah, he was, he was definitely spinning, but he was definitely making some emotionally bad decisions. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great comparison. <laughs> and and now Tupac has been presented as the visionary, you know, pine, you know, Messiah type, you know. <laughs> but but those who were around remember, we didn't look at him like that, right? He's like, this nigga in trouble again. Why don't you shut the fuck? Calm his dumb ass down. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he was right, out of control. Like- and unlike, well, I mean, I don't know full on with Kanye, but I def, but I do know and read and seen, and you know, his mom's. Tupac was educated. He was he was given some wisdom. You, you saw it in his views. Well, he was given a lot of information. information. Okay, you know, yes, yes, <laughs> right. I don't know, how, and I'm a Tupac dude, but looking back at the actions, yeah, the wisdom was what was missing because mm-hmm. you wouldn't have moved like you know putting yourself in a danger and act doing these certain acts and stuff that there was nothing knowledgeable about that it was ignorant moves it got you killed mm-hmm. unfortunately you know right. but uh anyway um and the what, other thing oh, about it is is that it'd be it's bad on its own but it it, it compounds thing when he has i believe four children Mm-hmm. Three of which are girls, I believe. I hope I got that right. And it's like, and I'm not trying to demean Kim Kardashian, but she has a sex tape, and she's pretty much known as an attention whore. <laughs> she, you know, she'll do she'll do anything for the clout. And then you got your daddy over here, 
who's acting like a goddamn fool. So it's like, you know, it's like, what, what are you doing for for your children who have to reap reap the repercussions of this? Yeah, I think uh, money ain't yeah. enough. Money, money is no. not enough. Money, success ain't enough. The only thing I can say, we, you know, we just don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna say we. I have no idea what that world is like. You know, to be so popular and to everyone know your parents and things like that, and to and to also be in a world where any resource you want is available to you. You know, I don't know if I can judge or begin to understand that world because I've never set foot in nothing like that. I wouldn't understand, you know, how a child sees the world in that environment. You know, I've never been in that environment myself, let alone to be a kid in that environment. So it could be, um, it might be seen as totally normal for them. You know, for us, it may look odd, but for them, that might be what they've known from day one. And so, you know, every, you know, everything would be relative, but yeah, relative yeah. to that world, that could be the norm for them. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like they're so isolated, I would imagine anyway. And, 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 you know what I mean? Like there's probably nannies and everything is at their beck and call anyway. And there's no, there's probably the level of no that we grew up with versus what they have to be told no is could be totally different. Um, looking at Kim Kardashian, you can gather that like there were certain no's that were probably never told to her because of who her dad was and how, you know, what resources they had. So putting out sex tapes and surgeries and all that kind of stuff, most of us would have never even made those moves. But maybe for them, that's the norm. Like they're doing exactly how they were raised in that environment to, to, to sort of maximize all these things are opportunities to make money and it works. So for an outsider that never lived that lifestyle, that to me is rather odd. I can't even, I don't understand the, the reasoning behind that. Like, I don't understand why you would put a sex tape out, right? Just to stop at that part. <laughs> like, that doesn't even make, I can't comprehend why, why would you do that? But for them, obviously I can look, look in their shoes. Well, it must make logical sense. Like we would never hear about them if they didn't have a sex tape. And hearing some of the things that have come out about with the mom, they had a second one and choosing which one to go. I mean, that's that's on some other shit, man. But How they would probably tell you, well, we made billions off of that. So what are you talking about? It's justify the means. <laughs> and, and then the mom or the dad becomes the mom. I don't know that world either. <laughs> right? So I can't <sighs> even... I, again, so it's, they're on different stuff, and it's hard for me to judge that because I ain't—I never woke up and had thirty million dollars in the bank. Imagine you just woke up and you got thirty million dollars. I'm bank. on my caps. I ain't never ever ever had that happen to me. <laughs> How that even to feels? See that feel like you—you like you get up now. I don't care whatever level we're at. When we get up, we know there's a limit. <laughs> I can't go buy a car today, or I can't—you know—I can't go. Just da 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 da, whatever I want. They don't have that. They can do whatever the fuck they want. So imagine you woke up knowing you could do whatever the fuck you want to do. There's no limit, really. Their limit is, well, okay, I can't buy that hundred million mansion today, maybe tomorrow. 
<laughs> my limit is like, man, I can only spend like $300, $200 on groceries. <laughs> and I better go buy my meat and put it in the freezer. <laughs> they ain't putting meat in the freezer like that. They don't give this, a fuck. This the effed up part about it is, is that they don't even have to spend their money to live in luxury. Exactly. They can just show up and like, Everybody's well, I'm awesome. here. What you, like, yeah. what, you, what you got from me? Exactly. Yeah. We got the best for you. Come on in, Kim. We went, we, we made a place for you right here. Whatever you want, you know. Yeah, I just, so I, I, that would breed all. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's hard to sort of be in the mindset of, people like that and we're just consumers having opinions on the fucking elites essentially hmm. and you know, they don't they probably not so I guess that would answer my question why would you send your kid to the school well because they on some other you shit you want that access yeah they want that different access you world. want that proximity them kids might be getting teach some shit we wish we was getting to. who knows <laughs> you know I don't know but obviously there's a lot we don't know because if one thing I haven't seen what the career, I mean, we're not in the schools and that shit is private. So who knows what's really going on? Uh, but I don't know. We could say that about anything, I suppose. Right. Right. Shit, just even as a Prince fan, I, some of his actions, I didn't make no sense to me either. But well, of course they would. I'm not a, I'm not a rock star. I'm not, I can't get up and get my hair done and, and just wear it. You know what I mean? Like he's on some other shit. His life is a totally different thing. I can't understand that. I couldn't understand telling the black album, I don't want it to come out. <laughs> and I think nothing of it. It's just like, oh, yeah, okay. I can't, you can't go to your job and say, I don't, we shouldn't do da 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 da. Huh? Well, you're not in a position. What are you talking about? Like, you know how much you didn't spend on that? Or just get up, I'm not working no more. I'm going to take a year off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Most of us don't think like that. <laughs> we're not in a position to think like that. So it's just, yeah, they, we're not to be. A, so I guess the question is sometimes why are we trying to understand people that are on different levels than us and levels we ain't never, ever seen and probably will never even be at? That's just facts. Like, some of us say, listen, you can make, you're going to make, uh, let's, just, let's just say you made a million dollars this year versus put the that guy. Put in the universe and make that happen. Yeah, versus the guy who, he just made, he makes a million dollars every five minutes. And then you're going to try to equate your, you're going to try to understand his limits. You can't. Mm -mm. <laughs> you absolutely can't. Like, he doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, just that mind, I guess I'm saying, if you just wake up in the morning, you're just like, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. I'm going to, you know what? What time is it? It's it's one o'clock. Man, let's go to China. <laughs> Ten, yeah, right now. I'll meet you at the airport. <laughs> you don't have any clothes. Nigga, we buy whatever, we get whatever we want over there. We don't need no bags. We're going to go to this one shop that I know. They're yeah. going to they hook us up. They're going to hook us up. Matter of fact, we... When we get off the plane, they're gonna take us to that one spot. We get that 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 sushi. They'll have the clothes. They'll bring the shit there at the restaurant, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and they got bad bitches waiting for us. <laughs> it's gonna be like that scene in Rush Hour Two with Jackie Chan, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, that one, that one, that one. That's how them kids is living. 
So how are we gonna supposed to understand? <laughs> yeah, I can't understand. I I can't go to China right now, <laughs> and I can't travel without bags, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I should call this show "Traveling Without Bags." Do you travel without bringing anything with you? Probably not. So that's how they probably travel. Oh nah, man, fuck it. Or they, yeah. I got a house there. I don't. Where were you? Where your stuff at my crib? Where? Oh yeah, on Bucharest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we stop over at the house. Let's go, man. Come over to the crib and let's watch uh, Black Adam. Uh, the movie just came out. I know, I know, but I got it at home. Oh, okay. What time you? Well, I'm talking about my home over in China. <laughs> oh, okay, Nick. All right, I'll be right over. <laughs> See you when you land. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Charleston White? Yes, yes. I what love do you have to say? I, well, he just says, oh, I'm, I'm just saying this for the record. <laughs> I love and support Charleston White, man. That's my man. I don't, I don't, as Ice T once said about Professor, Professor Griff, I don't care what he said. You got a problem with Griff, you got a problem with me. I love Charleston White, man. He goes in, he talks crazy. But the underlying stuff he's talking about in terms of black people, all the way with it. It's the same energy that we presented when it was thug culture and gang streets and all that. It's the same stuff. It's just flipped. It's black people putting a scope on thug culture and things that are killing us. I don't see how anyone could have a problem with that. Uh, I got first introduced to him where he told me the difference between snitching and clearing shit up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not mad at that either. I was like, okay, thank you. I know the game now. I'm not mad at it. (laughs) The thug street culture, that's not our culture. So, yeah, you should tell on that. That doesn't, if you're not a part of that world and you're just a, 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 a regular citizen trying to do right for your people, why would you want? Yeah, you shouldn't be a part of any of that. And if it's, if it's taking out regular people on the street, yeah, take, they need to, again, for me, that culture is the same ideology as the Klan, in my opinion. It's the destruction of black people. So why would I support that? I can't say, I, again, I, I tip my hat to the Jewish community. <laughs> so they don't, su- they don't support no DEF CON, even the implication of it. So I don't support it. And I, and I used to, but no, nah, it's not, it, it didn't work. It didn't work for us. So yeah, I, I, and I think he is the, he is everything. And I say, I say this, the same thing about Kanye. He is everything that hip hop has been leading up to. And it's this, but it's it's also the same exact rebel attitude that hip hop has always had. It's just now the scope got changed. The 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 the, the street element who was who we were made to promote and to love, we didn't realize that that was to our detriment. So now the same rebel stance that Tupac had that Chuck D and them had it's the same venom 
but now it's on the traders black ass that's how i'm gonna say it it's on the traders <laughs> and they're mad about that because their handlers that's not in the best interest of their business and their business was based off of the destruction the degradation of particularly the black man and he's and he's counteracting that and they don't like that but it's the same energy they've always had you know but it's it's okay to talk about the destruction of our own but not anymore there's somebody that's giving the same venom right back at them i can't be mad at that it's the same it's the same energy essentially <laughs> it's <laughs> keeping it real right <laughs> we don't want to keep it real when you're the one getting called out but you know at this point you can just look back at the at everything that has happened and we never won off of that we only got worse the kids and all the killings and different things to me is is a byproduct not the whole entire thing but it is a byproduct of all the shit you know starting you know gangster rap and how we just let it foster in the attitude the culture of the gang culture the drug culture all of that went from just being underground and you know sort of a sub society of our culture to be the dominant presentation of it and we are lost because of that there's always going to be a subculture it's going to be an underground in every society but whenever that underground becomes the dominant of that culture it's destruction and no other culture allows that stuff to be the dominant presentation of them the the mafia does not allow to be the dominant presentation of italian people the yakuza is not allowed to be the dominant presentation you know japanese or asian culture gangsterism and we've allowed that to be the dominant culture the the, the sex the sex you know the aggressive sex, all of that is allowed to be the dominant face for sisters. I don't know if people don't see that because <laughs> it wasn't always like that. Nah, no, these are, people are seeing it and people are calling it out. Whoa. People are seeing it and people are calling it out. Um, I think we got to let the programming shift. Yeah, we got to do like we do, man. Just, just cancel it straight off the gate. Don't even argue about it. Because even I... Hello? You're on mute, sir. Oh, sorry. Because yeah. even I, you know, even I allow myself to be like, nah, it ain't so bad. I need to stop. Y'all tripping, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, as you... With age should come with uh, wisdom. And, you know, I see that point of view. There can be a place for it, but it shouldn't be at the head of the table. Exactly. Not if you want to be taken serious. Just, and, and I would implore anyone to show me examples of, of the opposite of that. Like, you going to take, you don't take, none of these other cultures, they don't put that as they front. Because they know that ain't, that ain't the look. There, there's no way you're going to be able to morally have a conversation in a high ground. Uh, and that's just off the top that that right there so yeah we yeah we know all this exists like they know white supremacy and all that exists but that's not going to be the dominant you know we're not gonna we're still gonna push back against the trumps and all that because it ain't right that can't be the fact not to say that we don't support what they doing but 
we want to be able to be seen as the heroes and to have power position. And that's going to be hard to do when you have foolishness at the top. And there's no different for us. But the problem is we don't control the distribution of the message, but we do. We are consumers of it and we support it. And over the years, because we've just been inundated with it, we argue that shit. We'll argue that it should be there when we when, when we're the ones that lose off of it. But that's just but that just shows you how like deep the shit is, you know, but you'll never notice. You'll, you'll see that no other coach. They're not going to argue the existence of that shit to their detriment. They're not doing that. Damn. Yeah, and that's just a fact. And they certainly ain't going to allow you to do it. But we don't, you know, we're just not in that position of, of control like that. But I think we have to recognize that. It's the first, I think, in my opinion, the first way to sort of try to change is to recognize that you aren't in control of that. And to say, okay, we don't own that. Then the second thing you say, well, do we have to participate in it? Is it working for us? It may be working for a few, few people, but is it working for us overall? And do we care about that? And, and then the, the, I think the reconciliation and personal the, is to say, you know what? Yeah, I used to support that shit. And I see the value on some of it, but we can't exist on the level we want to if we allow this to continue. And I think that's what you're talking about. You have to have some humility and to be humble and to have some, be able to understand, you know, we're going to take the L on that, but no more. You know, it, it just didn't work. It's getting too crazy. And I think America into itself, and we're just kind of going to come is getting to the point where it's getting crazy and it's just slowly building. I don't think we realize how nuts it really is out here. And everything that's major that is crazy, we're so used to it now that we don't even, I don't think we understand the true context of like, like January 6th, whatever. I don't even the real context. That's actually was really wild. That's the mainstream acting wild. So imagine what's going on behind, you know, in the lower levels of society. And it's getting to the point where the mainstream, where, where good white folks, <laughs> they're bum rushing the Capitol buildings. And some of them ready to really kill some people. And just <laughs> that's how level far gone they're into it. So imagine what it's like on some other levels this country is, is really it's on some other stuff man but the flash and the the way that it, that's presented it's almost like it's a big deal but it ain't that big a deal and and then there's so much other things coming at us you forget about it quickly and you move on to the next story i don't think i think us moving to these next stories so fast we're not taking the time to understand the real gravity of what the but, fuck is going on that's and people say that's by design because if you downplay that, it allows for moves to be made where you have a uh, a quote unquote rogue president, a rogue former president looking to get back in control. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't so bad that you know it's, it's amazing how 
there's more sympathy by these people for that Amber, not Amber, I can't think of her name, the one that got shot and killed, than one of the four um, police officers that were killed, trying to stop all this, all that madness. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting times. Uh, you know. Anyway. <laughs> trying to go down that road. Uh, anything else we... I was wondering, you watch anything uh, else this year? I mean, um, not this year, I'm sorry. Anything else recently? I, uh, I thought you said you started Game of Thrones because, you know, House of the Dragons. Uh, I is... did. That was maybe a month or so ago. I haven't gotten back to it, unfortunately. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's good. I just, yeah, there's so much other things, but uh, not having. The uh, only thing I've started watching was um, For All Mankind. Show. Yeah, I keep. Uh, I watched the first episode and I not keep going back. No, nah, it's not that. Uh, here's a problem: the, the the problem of excess between Netflix. Yeah, I'm going to be the one old man between Amazon Prime, Netflix, mm-hmm. Hulu, HBO Max, Peacock, Apple TV. I sit there like, what do I want to watch? What do I want to watch? And I keep getting distracted, going from one to the other. Um, I binge watched The Rookie from season one through. Now, through this season... I'm not familiar with that show. It's an ABC show, which, you know, because it's network. Oh, it, it, was this the, with the black lady? Yeah, they had two. They F, had two. Was it the FBI? Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's the new season, uh, Rookie F- Feds. That's a spinoff of it. I watched the original one with Nathan oh, okay. Fillion. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I got you. It's a toned-down version of Southland. I've seen the... Fr- I remember when it first came on. I think I've seen one or two episodes... I, you know, because I got, you know, the power of TikTok. I saw a couple of clips and then I said, you know what, let me go ahead and watch this. And I watched the first episode and I just ended up binge watching it over three weeks. And I'm into it, you know, definitely. Um, Another thing I watched, oh my God, this was so fucking trash. Halloween ends. Halloween ends. (laughs) Uh, Now, I I like the first one, the first Halloween that they did back in 2018. I like the last one because I was rooting for Michael. This one, I don't know what the fuck was this. This is, if, if you remember this, this was like when Metal Gear Solid came out and then they came out with Metal Gear Solid 2 and you're like, wait a minute, why is Snake gone for this motherfucker named Raiden? Hmm. That's what they did. I was like, I don't know who wrote that shit, but they need to be ashamed of the goddamn themselves. Am I that hearing correctly that Mike, well, is it, that's not Michael Miles, whatever the killer, he's not in the movie or something? Or He's in the movie, but... He's taking the back seat for some new character that that uh, okay. that might be have been affected by the evil of Michael Myers. Gotcha. So they, they, blade, they did a Blade Three. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, no. Worse, worse. Because at least Blade was alone with them. He he. This it ain't worth it. I, it's like spoilers. It ain't worth it. This motherfucker, Michael Myers, has been in the in the sewers for four years. And some kid, apparently on one Halloween night, he accidentally, um, he got locked in the attic and the kid that he was supposed to have been watching, he punched, broke through the door and the kid fell backwards off a third story and fell on his neck and killed him. And he's been ostracized because of that accident. And I'm just like, this is, why the fuck do I care about this kid? It was bad. It was bad. 
Did it I was. watch how many how many Halloween movies has there been though? I mean that that started. I would like say it's 80s, about nine or ten. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would imagine. But I mean, I like the last thing. when they brought back Lord when they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis. I liked the last two. I thought they were good. The first one was really good. The second one I thought it was entertaining. It wasn't a classic, but entertaining. And this one was just I don't know what the fuck they were doing. This was. They don't need to do threes. Just to me, this is how I see Marvel movies. You know, it's the no, don't don't do that. No, I'm just saying in terms of they're long running. They've been going on for years. There's no way that you can have a long running movie series like that, and they're all going to be good movies. That's just doesn't Ah. art doesn't work like that, man. There's nobody that has that kind of run. Nothing, let alone movies. It's not a bad thing. It's just what it is. Yeah. You, know, you can't make this. You can't make magic over and over and over and over again. Nothing works like that. I guess. This uh, motherfuckers just don't want to accept the truth. This is why these are the the detriment of Marvel fanboys is that they can't, they can't even want to re- just basic logic. Like it's okay that the movie isn't that good as the previous one. It doesn't mean that it's a trash franchise or something. Right. It's mm-hmm. just that. That's just how things work. Everything is not going to be the shit. And I don't, I don't know if that's a deeper thing that people just in society think like everything they think is going to they do is going to be good and don't want to ever tell, have somebody tell them, yeah, man, I wasn't that good and don't know how to handle that. I also feel like it's the same way they deal with these movies. Like they don't know how to handle somebody saying, hey, man, it just wasn't that good. It's not an attack on you. But we live in a world of reality. Everything you do ain't going to be the shit. Everything, something that you like is not going to be the shit. It's just, it is what it is. Nothing right. wrong with that. And Hall- that's why I said, when I look at Halloween, I'm not mad at if it, you say it's not good, but I mean, it almost seemed like statistically they, it would have to not be good. There's no way everything's <laughs> going to be good. That doesn't make logical <laughs> sense, right? No. You know, it could be not good, but why are you introducing this character and taking us away from the villain that we we paid to, that was on the marquee? That's that the choice paid they made. Somebody liked it. <laughs> that person who made it—that's the choice. I mean, that's art. That supposedly art, right? It's not going to give you what you want. Like mm. it's the the artist's decision. It might not always go in line with the the, the consumer, but that's the that's a whole part of the game. Like yeah. maybe the next one will be better. Or, or whatever. Same with Marvel movies. Maybe the next one to be better. This one isn't. But that's it's okay. Keep mm. it moving. Then I saw that movie Smile. It it got it got me. I'm thinking, how creepy is this going to be? It was somebody doing fan fiction of The Ring. Hmm. And it did. And it wasn't good either. It wasn't good. It had a lot of good jump scares, but the story just didn't get me. Um, I watched End of the Road, that Queen Latifah ludicrous film. Because mm. I know it's Conspiracy Brothers. I know. You need to watch it just so we can get a Conspiracy Brother yeah. review. <laughs> it doesn't look dumb they, to me. <laughs> for how they, they, they uh, castrated the black man in that movie. Literally or just, I mean, just figured? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Meta, but, uh, metaphorically. Cause Ludacris was, Ludacris was that brother that talked all that shit. But like, yeah, hold me back. Don't don't, don't hold me back. But hold me back. That, that was it. <laughs> the black man wasn't shit in that movie. <laughs> um, what else did I see? Uh, I saw Fall. I, I really enjoyed that. That was a a really good one. I did not see the twist coming on that. So salute to them on that one as well. 
And uh, I don't know. Did we talk about Bullet Train? Because I enjoyed that one as well. That was a really I don't know if good. About, I, that was actually good. I, I went and saw that one. Uh, I was on, my was top five. Annapolis. That was a good movie, actually. It was in my top five. I loved it. I was actually thinking I'm, about buying it. Cause, uh, but, yeah. I'm glad to see. Spoilers. I'm glad to see uh, our brother Brian Tyree Henry. Or is it here? I can't remember. Paperboy. He, Paperboy. He made it to the end. And, you know, that, I mean... Outside of the action, my opinion, the acting was really good. They embodied those characters and just did the damn thing with that top five easily. That was that was that was that was a good action packed movie. It reminded me of some Smoking Aces. I think. I guess I need to watch that because people swear by that film. Yeah, it, that was it the has first that one with same kind of feel and to it. Yeah, it has that feel to it. Now, just real quick, you reminded me of Paperboy. I just watched this morning. The last two new episodes of Atlanta, man, such a good show. Such okay, a, such a good show. Is this the one where they did the Tyler Perry send up, and then the, the last episode where Ern and his girl were in the woods? Those. The two? last episode was the one in the woods, but the one before that was uh, Tyler Perry. No, uh, oh, Paperboy yeah. goes to the mall or something. Or right, right, right. Dude's right. trying to kill. Oh, it was the crank that killer. <laughs> <laughs> So ridiculous, but I was. There's so much going on in these episodes, man. I, I have to tip my hat to, uh, oh boy. I know sometimes I'll be like, what the fuck is he doing? But man, he's probably okay. the real, real genius of the game right now. Donald, is it Donald Glover? Donald Glover, yeah. Yeah, I have to salute him, man. Whoever's writing that shit is. Okay, know. help me out. That last episode of the woods, I, I, I didn't get it. I get that they were reconnecting, but I'm like, I'm seeing somebody like, oh my God, that episode was dope. And I watched it and I was like, um, okay, I, 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 what, what am I missing? I mean, to me, it was just good to see, you know, from a relationship standpoint of man and woman and black man and black woman, and then the stuff with the daughter, you know, the way she was acting, uh, just the way it was cut with the with the Shaw Day stuff, I thought was brilliant how they did that. I mean, it's just little things that they're detailed things that most people wouldn't do. I don't know if you picked up on the sound design of that episode was actually <clears throat> very well done. They would start the shot, and they if they were outside, they would isolate one thing. Like it was the uh, one part. It was like I'm just gonna call it a cock, not a cockroach, but a grasshopper or something. The way they they was making that sound. They turned that up and they just long shot on some trees or something. So it made you try to, me, it was like you, you felt like you were out there and they just spent time with, you zero in on what you hear in nature. There was another shot where they did the same thing and I can't remember what the noise, it was water. It was the shot of the water and they just turned the sound up of the water. And I was like, wow, whoever taking the time to do, like normally shows would, on TV would not do something like that. But I just thought that was brilliant. I was like, man, they're really so detailed in the sound design. And it's, like, you don't normally see it on TV. And then just the interplay between the, the characters. It's always like it's beyond. It's so like, I guess my only thing I can say, like artsy or something. It is so ecl eclectic that you don't normally see TV shows done like that. But then <laughs> he does it, but it has, it's art, but it's embedded with our culture, which you never see it. You know, the closest thing I can compare it to is the boondocks, but the boondocks is a cartoon played for just, you know, humor, but it's such biting satire in it. This is right. the same way to me. Like he's so, a lot of times I think he's really slapping people in the face, but he just does it in a way like, 
<laughs> that he's aware of it and it's so detailed like the things he'll have the characters say there's even stuff with soldier boy that he was having soldier boy say in those little cutaway shots they were slides to soldier boy's whole persona but even soldier boy played into it like i just thought that was like that's i was like that's funny i was like okay wow uh, but yeah that's, that's a freaking brilliant show man i don't know what he's gonna do next after this but tip my head and that what's that chick Zazie Beats. Was it the Tyler Perry one? Oh, the Tyler Perry one. God. Damn. It's fine as hell, man. That's all I got to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the last one, when they was out in the woods, she didn't really have the makeup on. I was like, man. Whew. And she's only take, taking showers. I remember. Is that what she was doing? She said she wasn't? Wasn't that her? She's like, she didn't take... She, Mm. She don't take showers at like like everybody else. Some funny style stuff, but I get it. She she was raised around different type of people, so I understand. Wow. <laughs> you can okay. read it today. <laughs> but she's fine. Let me just find she is. She ain't got a thing to Somebody eating fish and chips. Oh, oh girl closing You that you ain't that fine, my boy. I'm not that thirsty. <laughs> Uh, like, like we literally got to drink your bath water because you got to wash your ass. Uh, <laughs> Lord, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's any women that are that fine. Now that I think about it, that's an odd question. Now, who's fine enough where they ain't got to take a shower? Who would you give a pass to that? <laughs> <laughs> and now, Maybe. if I was younger, I'd probably name off all kind. Of, but at fifty something. <laughs> That's nasty. As maybe, maybe Rihanna. <laughs> Definitely not Erica Badu. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh-uh. You know, it's oh, something man. in it that's gonna have me oh, uh, in the in the woods naked. Chat oh my shit. goodness. <laughs> it's like I like to say I did, but that's about it. Say there's too many too many mm. dudes that have been fucked up after. Yeah. I've been on set all day. <laughs> shooting an action movie <laughs> but you can eat it yeah nah, yeah. pass <laughs> I don't need the clout that much <laughs> there you go that's real clout chasing ah uh, man nigga I was on set that's here gone Aunt Poo. I already see Ant now <laughs> yo Mike man you got a second I like me <laughs> I was on set who would it be? Uh, uh, Kobari. Who was who that? I know the name. Uh, who is she? Uh, oh, she that's in... the TV show Sleepy Hollow or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, 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 nah. It'll be like Megan Good or something like that. Oh, okay. My girl's going to with Megan Good, man. Yeah? She was feeling me, man. I mean, what would you do? <laughs> It was kind of salty. No, let me <laughs> anyway, that's that's where the show's going off the rails. <laughs> we just uh, lost all the women audience. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else was I gonna say? I guess that's it. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, um, definitely check out. I appreciate everyone checking out the podcast. And we haven't done this one in a while. Um, we do got some print stuff coming out here as well. 
Uh, hey, yo, Mike, when you yeah. gonna let me rap? Hilarious. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I obviously continue to do stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just getting, I haven't really been podcasting as much. Lately, yeah, he, he up there trying to set an example for his kids and be a good father <laughs> right? and have good work-life balance. <laughs> that ain't working it like a job. No. <laughs> working it like I got some damn sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just kind of think. With that mentality, you'll never be rich. Hey, so, but I'm rich on personality. <laughs> But yeah, man. Well, you know, we're gonna keep we always keep it moving. Um, definitely stuff. I've been I got a lot of I'm just I'm kinda like in a period of where I had to go back and do more reading and more analysis. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta do that. You've been talked so much and you talked everything that you've been studying. Now I'm going back studying some more again. So I'm just back listening to more music, you know, reading more stuff. But yeah, I mean definitely um I've just been analyzing some print stuff, man. Like really looking at, trying to look at it from different angles and stuff. And Prince is fascinating dude, man. It's still super fascinating. Um, but yeah, so that's where we're at with that. But anything you got, anything else we got or we out of here? Nah, nah, we out. We All is right. out. Well, cool, ladies and gentlemen. Thank y'all for being with us. Uh, thank you, Ampu. Of course, as always. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Work it like a job. Peace. <sighs>